Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. You can rebroadcast for yourself podcasts on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And don't forget, download the free apps at rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. And, uh, folks, it's uh, the post-mortem day for the, uh, I guess, the elites, the people who are educated, which constitute roughly about 28% of New Mexicans out there to go ahead and get their loan forgiveness. And immediately it comes to mind, and for what? Did you earn a degree? Do you guys know the attrition rates at the New Mexico College that every person who starts year one will only 13% will complete their degree at the University of New Mexico in four years. An additional 15% in five years. And then obviously you get the numbers. And how many times have you heard of people who never complete their degrees? We've also talked about the number of universities, colleges, places of higher education in the state of New Mexico. It's kind of a borderline ridiculous. I mean, there's so many colleges here in the state and you're like, uh, how are we so lowly educated? Is that the way to characterize that? Are we uh, such a bad state when it comes to educational attainment? Democrats hand out freebies. We stated this yesterday. It's election season. We're roughly 80 days from election day, November the 7th. And Michelle Lujan Grisham is taking credit. But again, I say what for? Because she has already given everybody a free education in the state of New Mexico. So not only did they get a free education, the lazy Democrats, the communists on the left, don't want to pay for any educational lo- loans that they actually do have. Now, this isn't going to be for private loans. If you have a private loan, this does not mean you. This is for federal loans. And then Pell Grants, you get an extra $10,000 on top of that. When you give away that money and then you double down and give it away yet again, how does that impact the economy if these people aren't actually paying for a loan that they signed up for? I mean, loans for houses, cars, I don't know, televisions, appliances. I don't know whatever you take your loans out for. But can you imagine if the other 72% of New Mexicans said, oh, we got to pay for the 28% who took four, five, six, seven, eight, sat on their fat asses all day while they watched TV, smoked pot, never decided on a degree, and you got to pay for their education now. That's right, folks. You get to pay for a lot of stupid a lot of unambitious people who just want to go ahead and not do anything with their lives. And now they got a leg up on you yet once again. And what's really interesting is how it is the Democrats, which is supposed to be the party of the working people. They're the ones who are gifting this to everybody. No, it is the party of the elite and the ideas patronizing you yet one again, once again, and governor Michelle Lujan Grisham is taking credit. 
This is an incredible positive step forward that will make a difference for thousands of New Mexicans. Oh, here we are. She's helping all the victimized New Mexicans who never had a good chance of this free education. Education is synonymous with stupidity in the state of New Mexico. The more, the longer you stay in school, it seems like the stupider you get. Stupid when it comes to your political ideologies, stupid when it comes to your educational level attainment. You ever see really smart, dumb people? They're all around us, right? I mean, how else do you get to go ahead and uh, hijack a group of people of the most intelligent PhDs in the entire country and teach them that they are racist with critical race theory? She says, this action will build on the work we've done here in New Mexico to make college and trades training tuition-free for New Mexicans of all ages. Trades? This isn't for trades. This forgiveness doesn't count for trades. The Biden administration's student loan debt plan is 20000 if you went to college on Pell Grants. Is that trades? No. 10000 if you didn't receive Pell Grants. Forgiveness only applies to those earning less than 125000 this is to make it seem as if they are for all of you. Student loan pause extended. One final time. One, that's it. This is it. One final time. This is all we're going to do it so we can retain you for another couple of years. Payments are based on income. If you have undergraduate loans, you can cap repayment at 5% of your monthly income. Oh, thanks, Joe Biden. I guess you want to get uh, reelected because it's Biden and Trump on the, the uh, ballot come November. Folks. This is going to, this student loan cancellation is going to increase inflation. The Democrats don't care. They don't give a damn about any of this. Top economist Larry Summers says student loan cancellation increases inflation. The Wall Street Journal also writing about this as well. Stating the exact same thing, saying it would cost $300 billion and expose the Democrats' anti-inflation posturing for the election. There's nothing the Republicans can do at this point. The table has been set. The only thing you can do is vote the bums out. And that's exactly what you have to do. It is the economy, stupid. And if this is going to drive inflation upwards or keep it there, they're going to try and news cycle out this news out so you forget about it. This is an Inflation Expansion Act, according to the Wall Street Journal. When you compare it to the $102 billion in inflation reduction, reducing the deficit over 10 years starting in 2027, 70% of the loan relief would go to borrowers in the top 60% of the income distribution. There's more to say about loan forgiveness, it says. If Mr. Biden announces it, such as he lacks the illegal authority without an act of Congress, it would benefit the affluent at the expense of those who don't attend college. This is against the working man. This is against the people who went to trade schools, who never went to school whatsoever, who decided to go ahead and work in the service sector or decided they want to start a family early. And if you worked your ass, hard, uh, ass off and you, as a small business owner, decided to go ahead and, hey, I'm just going to make my own money. This is also working against you because you are going to have to pay for all the loan forgiveness for these smart, intelligent people who are woke and apparently too damn broke to pay for their own education. So I say to you, expect inflation to continue to increase. Not because I'm saying it, but because, you know, Democrat operatives are saying it. Like Mr. Summers. When it comes to inflation, the Federal Reserve is focused on more than just the latest monthly numbers. It's also striving to understand Americans' inflation expectations. So if I tell you that inflation is going to continue to go up, here's what's going to happen. 
The debt is not going to come down because you're going to try and spend as much money as you can as you ex anticipate another rise in the interest rates to go ahead and battle inflation. You're getting another, this guarantees another three quarter point increase in the interest rates. Your credit cards, your house, anything, not your houses, but you probably already got it if you get, were to get a new uh, home loan. Anything out there is going to cost more and you are going to spend more. And then the debt is going to increase this year ahead of next year because you anticipate interest rates are going up and you anticipate everything's going to be more expensive. I already told you last month was what? The highest month over month and year over year increase, July 15.4% year over year in terms of the grocery prices. And this is not fixing the economy. This is a handout for lazy bums who don't want to pay their federal loans. 550 5500 That's 550 5500 We'll get more into that and discuss that. We'll also discuss the IRS, right? Didn't we just roll this whole entire thing out so we can generate more money for the uh, government? I got into all that. I uh, was looking at the IRS reading itself for uh, the employees because the IRS is now fearing that many of these IRS employees are going to fear a lot of backlash. And who are they going to blame? Trump supporters. You know that's, that's exactly what they're going to do. We'll also talk about the governor's race, elections, and a whole lot more when we return right here in the Kiva on Anthony Kiva. Give it to me now. Give it to me now. Give here in the Kiva on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon. A little gloomy, but I don't know. I kind of like this uh, weather, you know, the cloudiness, all that kind of good stuff. Um, I'm not happy about the student loan garbage. Well, if you worked hard, you aren't going to be. Thanks, Matt. Despite the pause of payments, I've been dutifully paying. I took out the loans. I pay it back. Joe can't legally do it either. I'm sure a lawsuit is coming. Yes, he cannot. Even angered his base by listing only $10,000. So they're pulling out all the stops. Okay. I told you about in comparison to the Inflation Reduction Act, where it happens to, to be. And as I just told you, uh, he's got a bit of a legal fight likely on his hands. Student debt forgiveness. I mean, just think about the things that came into play in 2022. And for what reason? Abortion? Student debt forgiveness? I mean, this is just candy everybody wants. And it will continue. But they're on offense and we're on defense. When you don't have a cohesive agenda and you're on the attack and you aren't selling your values and you aren't talking about the things that you stand for, instead you're constantly battling at the next legislature. This is why, you know, they're holding court. They're constantly launching their next foray and say, well, we control the White House. Here's what we're going to do. And we've got the Congress and we've got a majority with Kamala Harris being the tie-breaking vote in the Senate. This is why elections matter. Or don't you pay attention? You need to continue to battle people. Oh, he's not Republican enough. He's not this enough. He's not that enough. I don't like him. He's too, too much to the right. I think we probably need that at this point. 
because common sense and clear thinking is not prevailing. This makes no sense. You can't say it's anything but a political ploy to gain more votes. Here's what you need to know about all this, okay? And just the bare bones basics, who it impacts and what, and see where you fall in line with all this, okay? It eliminates up to $10,000 in federal loan debt for individual borrowers with annual incomes under 125K or couples who earn less than 250,000. It's not a tax break. It's just like a complete and total just giveaway. I thought they were trying to take more money into the federal government. This is what what is like the low-hanging fruit for us to, to talk about. This is kitchen table economics now. Hey, how come those guys are suddenly getting the break? And, you know, the IRS is hiring 87,000 people to crack down. Well, it looks like they're going after certain people and other people they're not. It's expected to benefit the majority of the more than 43 million people in the U.S. who hold a total of $1.6 trillion of student loan debt. $1.6 trillion. We can forgive up to $600 billion, one-third of that. Federal Reserve Bank of New York estimates the pause spurred borrows nearly $200 billion in payments during this period. Oh, I guess the government just didn't need it. No, you know what? Uh, inflation battling and then here, $200 billion. We're going to just hand it right back. Forgiveness takes effect when? Now. When will the payments resume? January 23. Do you, not, do you need to take any action to receive the debt relief? Debt relief now from the federal government. Well, I wait until you receive a notification from your loan servicer, according to a man by the name of Mr. Buchanan. It's a very complicated process. It's going to take months to effectuate. Okay. Only federal debt is eligible. No private student loans. What if I owe under $10,000? If you owe less than $10,000 on your loan, then congratulations. You are now debt free. Yeah, it counts for you. Why wasn't the qualification if you attained a four-year degree, if for the reason, like the, you take a loan, you take a loan out for a reason, you have to write what you're paying for. Well, I'm paying for a degree. Why wasn't that the qualification? Well, because so many of these Democrats haven't graduated school. I remember when I told my dad, I was interested in uh, getting a degree in art history. He says, what the hell are you going to do with that? Well, <laughs> I guess. I'll be the first one to go ahead and get a degree in my family. Still, I believe I'm the only one with a degree in my family. My, my nephew's about to get his degree in December. I'm pretty excited about that. He'll be numero two, numero dos, right? Is the pause on student loan payments extended? Loan payments were expected to resume on August 31st. No, 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 we, we don't need the money. But we're going to hire our 87,000 IRS agents. Is my debt forgiveness tax exempt? Oh, wow. Cancel student debt is federally tax exempt. Hmm. Speaking of the IRS, what if I've already paid in my loans at the end of the year? Fewer than 1.2% of borrowers continue making payments on their student loans. Did you hear what I said? 1.2% of borrowers continued making payments. That means 98 point, oh, carry the one, 8% have not made payments this year. Oh, I can't afford it. It's getting too expensive. I don't go to work and I don't want to pay on my loans. You lazy asses. That's exactly what they are. We're going to vote Democrat. Oh, they love this. People have got to be angry about this, right? Aren't you screaming, piping hot, mad, right? Nothing more than a political ploy to bribe millennials into voting for Democrats in the midterm elections. One lady said, Obama's the one that was pushing college education back. 
after the 2008 recession. There were no damn jobs. I remember him telling people stay in school and then they extended school loans and that, you know, it's getting two or three or four because they indoctrinated the kids in the universities. That's what you're paying for. The working man who works for himself, who didn't decide to go to school, who decided to go ahead and make a life, raise a family, build a business, pay things off, is now going to have to pay for these student loans. Understand who the Democrats are. They are telling you. They're absolutely telling you who they are. They're for the elites, and this is all for votes, and they're doing it right in your face. This is why we, as Republicans, need to set the table, because they drive the agenda, they go on offense, and then we have to be reactionary and say, well, what's wrong with, uh, you know, forgiving student loan debt? Oh, well, there's a lot wrong with it. There's absolutely a lot, because one, those people took out a loan, and they should be paying for the education that they received. If you took out a loan and you're getting the kickbacks and you call yourself a Republican based upon this, well, I'm, I don't know, this seems very reasonable. I like what Michelle Lujan and Christian was doing. She handed us checks and we got student loan forgiveness. Like how much further they're going to take you and keep giving you everything that you need, like those New York City immigrants, right, until they own you and you'll be willing to give it to them if it means that you won't have to work. Better yet, you won't even have to work because you won't even know how to work anymore. You'll have forgotten what's this all about. You'll expect the government to do for you. And that's the essence of socialism and communism. And then you'll have no choice. And then you'll be happy with what we give you. You will owe nothing and you will finish the sentence. Be happy. This is where we are in this country. So when the IRS starts coming after people, are you going to remind them that, hey, uh, they forgave $1.6 trillion in loans? It's actually $600 billion, but one-third of $1.6 trillion. Is it time to go, hey, I, I don't need to pay my taxes, or I don't think I need to get a penalty, or I don't think any of these things need to happen to me? They got all that stuff forgiven. They're not going to be forgiving on you. You don't vote for the right people. No, we're coming after you. We're coming to force. It's the law. The IRS is now telling his agents, that they're going to have additional security in place so that they can protect them. And they're going through new security reviews, period, now. They're beginning a comprehensive review of safety and security protocols for its employees, citing threats, misinformation, and social media postings in the days following Congress's decision to beef up the tax agency enforcement effort. This is happening at the exact same time. Commissioner Charles Redding, who, by the way, was brought in by Donald Trump and I think has done a good job of probably moving the IRS forward, and that's good. I mean, technically, it's way out of the date. It's using 1960s and 1970s technology. But he's having to do this work based upon what he's getting from the Biden administration. His uh, term ends in November of this year. The IRS is conducting risk assessments and working with law enforcement officials and its employees. The Taxation and Revenue Department is working with law enforcement. Do we need to write this up anymore for you that the government is changing? And if you don't do what we tell you to do and vote the right way, that you are an enemy of the state? For me, this is personal, Mr. Redding said. I'll continue to make every effort to dispel, dispel any lingering misperceptions about our work, and I will continue to advocate for your safety in every venue where I have an audience. Oh, okay. There we go. On board. I was a Trump nominee, folks. There's about 1,800 who are going to be law enforcement tasked. 
That means that they have the authority to arrest, prosecute, all the things. Judge, jury, and executioner on all that. I went back and looked at uh, Charles Redding when he was uh, brought in. He was approved roughly 60-40. 64-33 was the exact number as he came in. He was supposed to be on the small business side. The IRS audited 0.62% of individual tax returns in 2002. In 2017, the agency had over 19% fewer employees than 2010. They're going to beef up and they're going to get that money from you to pay for the handouts that they're giving Joe Biden supporters and Democrat supporters. Do you understand how this game is working? So every single time you Republicans decide to go ahead and say, well, that Democrat seems reasonable, think again. The IRS had to revamp some of its policies for handling nonprofits. Whoa, all these businesses suddenly registered as nonprofits. Democrats had few objections to Mr. Redding. Why? Well, as it looks right now, and as we're looking down the barrel of the upcoming changes, it looks like the IRS is going to be the biggest Democrat agency in the entire country. I went through and I read the American Families Plan, which uh, you can find at home.treasury.gov. And it's got the American Families Plan compliance agenda and all the information is there. I highly suggest you read it. 429, back in four, when we return, gubernatorial politics. Trying to keep it in line. You say you want to move on, and you say I'm falling behind. Can you read my mind? All right, 433 here in the Q. Yesterday we talked about the woke energy policy failures. I mean, we had the uh, blocking of the Biden oil and gas leasing in 13 states, not New Mexico, of course, uh, despite the record revenues that are. Coming in, uh, the woke politics of uh, the Democrats, Michelle Long Grisha, uh, Grisham, you know, obviously uh, our attorney general didn't participate in any of that. And it's rolled back. And, of course, it's not legal for them to do that, but we'll be on board with it anyway because we're very woke, right? The, the, the green new energy deal that we implemented as part of Michelle Lujan Grisham's legacy to destroy the state of New Mexico. Remember, they're subsidizing Teslas, all sorts of, like, like they're trying to beam solar energy back into Europe at this point. They, these are ideas that they think are good. And China is not responding very well, as I told you. And Ford is uh, cutting its workforce by 3,000 to boost electric car production. But the follow-up to yesterday, a couple of stories that quickly came out, and I think this has a lot to do with the governor's race, and it should, and We've got to have our oil and gas. They constitute a huge uh, windfall. And that's the front page of the Albuquerque Journal. This is this, this windfall and what they're going to do. With it. Well, they don't talk about where it comes from. Oil and gas is where it's at. That's how we are basically able to pay for anything. And they're cutting that off because they want to basically be, you know, stepson to the federal government. In Australia, a bank will end its loans for any new gas and diesel cars as they are shifting entirely 
in Australia to electric vehicles. Well, electric vehicles, the place where that the longest road in the entire world, 10,000 plus miles, is shifting entirely to electric vehicles. I'm like, this is, this is, it makes no sense. There's no rationale behind any of this whatsoever. We're paying more for gas than we ever have. Yes, pay attention. You're paying more at the pump. Why else do you need to go ahead and forgive those loans? Why do these people need gas relief, $250, $500 checks? Why is the government paying us? Well, because they want you to continue to vote for them. Like in spite of yourselves, they know just as much how much money to pay you to get you to continue to vote for them. Ridiculous, right? Well, not so ridiculous because in California, they're going to ban the sale of new gasoline cars. That's right, folks. By 2035, they're going to ban the sale of gasoline vehicles. We'll do, we'll do you 10, 10 years better than New Mexico. We're just going to outright ban any gasoline vehicles. Writing's on the wall. Pay attention. Your votes count. That record revenue comes from oil and gas. Your governor and her, her attorney general, Hector Balderas did not participate in suing the federal government to go ahead and continue to drill, baby, drill. Does any of that make any sense? How can you brag about the fact that you have a windfall of money when you've done everything that you can to destroy that very industry? Michelle Lujan Grisham, that's exactly what her and the Democrats have done. This woke and renew and preserve and we need to protect the earth. It's all crap, but you're buying into it. And the only way you're going to be able to change any of this, you know it and I know it, is your votes come November. Now, here comes the interference. We could trust the media for all of about a day and a half, which I believe is about as far as you can throw that paper, right? He'll stay there in a day, day and a half before he'll decide to get rid of it. The Albuquerque Journal editorial board decided it he needed to go ahead and uh, kiss Michelle Lujan Grisham's ass again. How did they do it? Well, they decided to legitimize Source New Mexico. Uh, Source New Mexico, there's no comment anywhere in the editorial board right on how long Source New Mexico has been around. And how often have you seen a legitimate news organization run to the rescue of a blogging site? Can you imagine being so, it'd be like me defending another radio station, right? Like they are going out, a radio station, a podcast, this would be the equivalent of that. If my show and my station is now defending a certain podcast that's out there, and I, and I decided to go ahead and, you know, take the first hour to defend that podcast. I'm like, well, I've never heard of that podcast. I don't know what that podcast is. Well, it's all about the editorial board. Because they tried to say that Ron Ketty ran from coverage from Source New Mexico. Now Ron Ketty has to contend with perceptions. He's willing to sideline those who are critical of his views. I didn't know that Source New Mexico is entirely critical of his views all the time. That's basically what it's saying. The nonpartisan, it characterized, nonpartisan New Mexico Foundation for Open Government calls it, quote, a dangerous precedent to let any public servant decide who 
and who is not a legitimate reporter. You know, I was never recognized. How many times, despite the fact we have a legitimate medium from the radio, well, don't let Eddie Aragon cover the governor. Very slanted, very biased. They asked the question, what happens if Ron Ketty beats incumbent Democrat Michelle Lujan Grisham this fall? Would a governor Ron Ketty bar source New Mexico from the Capitol press pool? That's all Michelle Lujan Grisham has done is ban and bar anybody who's opposition, and it's been basically me. That's right, folks. And here's how the journal legitimized the Source New Mexico. The Source New Mexico stories, that Source New Mexico stories, and I'm reading, appear in papers across the state, including this one. When? How? Why? Why are you repeating what you're getting from Source New Mexico in the Albuquerque Journal? Should speak to its legitimacy. Wow. Step off the plank, Albuquerque Journal. Don't show your agenda much. It's all right there. The organization won a first place award this year from the Regional Society of Professional Journalists for a story on mistakes in state budget legislation. Why was this done? Mark Ronchetti has been out there. He's been shaking hands, pressing the flash doing everything he can to get the na his name out there, doing commercials, battling the entire media organizations who seemingly were against him, but for the fact that there was legitimate media checks run by KOB Channel 4 and 7, and I believe KRQE 13, exposing the lies from Michelle Lujan Grisham. And then on top of that, she decided not to show up to the National Indo Association of industrial and office professionals, the largest commercial real estate development association in the state. Isn't that what she's all about? Private businesses, supporting businesses, making sure that, you know, there's buildings, a sign of progress is buildings and cranes and all these wonderful things. She decided not to show up to the forum. It wasn't a debate. It was a forum in all fairness. They're running cover for her already. And it's starting now. Shame on you, Albuquerque Journal. And that's why I call you the Albuquerque Urinal. Because you aren't worth the printed pages that you charge $2 and $2.50 a day for. That's all you're doing right here. Mark Ronchetti showed up there, and he didn't deny a legitimate news source access to his rally. It was an illegitimate news source that is driven by an agenda, period. Top to bottom. Mark Ronchetti has been part of the media. He has been accessible. He has shown up at various places so that he can go ahead and meet people. He's heading up to northern New Mexico. He's going down to southern New Mexico. Where is your governor? She disappeared. She didn't even want to show on her calendar where she was. We're discovering after the fact that she's hanging out with a hoity-toity crowd up in Aspen, Colorado with the governor's associate, the Democratic Governor's Association. That seems to be the only thing that she's interested is running the Democrat agenda throughout the rest of the country. Folks, you got to pay attention to the elections because now all this news coverage that's coming from various local news media is shifting the House forecast in favor of Democrats now. That's right. It's going that far. We're up against it. I'm even worried a little bit, just a little bit, for Ron DeSantis. Why? Well, they got Charlie Crist in there, former Republican, became a Democrat 
or became independent, then a Democrat, he can make some serious inroads against Ron DeSantis, just enough to impact things going into 2024 and perhaps, you know, lower his uh, star power on the national stage. Is that part of maybe what he is doing? That man is absolutely tireless. I thought we got rid of Chris years ago, but he ekes one out and he is your gubernatorial challenger against Ron DeSantis. So you got to pay attention to this because these polls that come out, I don't believe them. But when they start saying that, well, the Democrats are now slightly ahead, ahead and we're not seeing a, a true will of the people from the Republicans coming out, and this is from the Cook Political Report, considered a quote-unquote the cold standard among political prognosticators, they forecasted 20 to 35 seats for Republicans in the U.S. House. Following last night's results, they now expect Republicans to gain only 10 to 20 seats. With the IRS, with the federal debt forgiveness for all this, this crap that they're running throughout the rest of the country, and you tell me we're only going to get 10 to 20 seats? And what happened to that landslide victory that you hear from all these conservative pundits? They're constantly talking about it. Oh, it's going to be a landslide. Don't worry. Stay home. We're okay. It's going to be a landslide victory. We have to try harder now than ever. Mark Ronchetti needs to be your next governor, period. Because the alternative, you see what it's brought you over the last four years. 444, back in three. We'll talk about the best places to live in the country. Downtown, I think hopefully I got some scanners. I had to like show up at the Albuquerque Police Department today and uh, request my scanner. I said, We can't track what you guys are doing, we can't track murders, we can't provide a public service. So, we'll talk a little bit uh, more about that. Gonna have a special guest here, hour two, someone who is literally right around the homicide, and we'll talk about processing his thoughts. He sent me the video of the uh, uptown's latest uh, homicide. So we'll talk about that. Uh, one of my good friends. You know how you're good friends with somebody is when you can flip them off and basically, you know, hug it out in the same day. Biden didn't campaign and won, so why should Grisham? Good point. Excellent point. I think I love that point, right? Remember these, that ridiculous picture that you had of uh, Joe Biden where everyone was socially spread on a grass lawn and that was his campaign event? Or how about when people were honking their horns? <laughs> oh, my God. You Democrats are so stupid. <laughs> She's got the median pandering presidential edicts passed. There you go. Just enough. We've got these guys. We'll have those N-words voting for Democrats for the next 50 years. Remember that? Racist. I refuse to allow my child to receive any of the poison money. Sent my kid to school out of state, paying his own way. Getting a real degree. Glad he's out of the state because COVID shots are required at UNM and NMSU. Is that true? You need a COVID shot? Sex needs to stop now at UNM. I mean, come on. The spread. I meant the diseases, right? You know, like people are still, anyway. <clears throat> Sorry. 
$300 billion, and there will be more to come, Eddie. It's an absolute waste of money to kids that are the least elite and probably upper elite. Biden wants to teach our young people to be greedy without any responsibility for their decisions in their life. He's a great father. Just look at Hunter, right? <laughs> Let's repeat that. Our young people to be greedy without any responsibility for the decisions of the rest of their life. He basically just talked about Hunter. Student loan kids will use this money to buy new cars, go on vacation, or buy more stuff. They won't buy new cars. They'll buy more pot. More drugs, more alcohol. And the loan giveaway doubles if you receive Pell Grants. Less than these, I don't even know what a Pell Grant is, so I don't even know. Why do I need to know about it? I just pay, I mean, when I went to school a long, long time ago, son, tuition for the semester was $1,100. I worked 40 hours a week as a gym attendant. As a gym attendant, I made $281 after taxes. And that's what I did. I hung out, got all my homework done, 40 hours a week. I, I think I've covered with this, this with you several times. 5 to 8 in the morning and 5.30 to 10.30 at 9. I opened and shut the gym Monday through Friday. Jim Todd was my guy. I got hired on the spot by Mr. Perez. Did everything I needed to do as a gym attendant. Three and a half years. Loved it. Lived with my grandparents for a long time when I was, uh, you know, right here by the, I'm still in the same, still in the same area. My Nana would be 100. My thought will be 100 in two days. Happy anniversary to my parents. 48 years. Way to go, guys. We really did it. They're working a homicide in the southwest part of town right now. Okay. They're always working. Is homicide always working a homicide? Work with a guy who owes 200000 on student loans for a failed doctorate in ornithology. It was a study of birds. <laughs> he votes Democrat for this purpose. Congrats, America. You're subsidizing a moron who was dumb enough to waste thousands of dollars studying the mating habits of the parmigian. <laughs> this policy is for the birds. Eddie, if you're poor enough and your money and your parents don't have a lot of money, you can apply for a Pell Grant. Here we go. Race space awards, advantages, and income. What did uh, Mark say? That's right. That's how you divide people. Now, <clears throat> we live in a communist state, communist state of New Mexico. Only, only you can save it. You decide to go ahead and cast the vote. I don't care if you tell me you hold your nose. and well, Like you idiots who continue to say, well, there's three candidates in the race. I don't know of a third, a legitimate candidate. Wall Street Journal handed this stuff out, and I said, oh, here's another list. Let's look at it. Where are people living the longest? See where your state ranks in life expectancy. <laughs> oh, thank God. See, the misery doesn't last as long in New Mexico because you have one of the shortest, shortest lifespans in the country. Yes, folks, congratulations. Bringing up the uh, bottom 20% once again. 43rd, by the way, outperforming our state when we reduced to 47. Arizona at 48. But we are the worst of the West. Life expectancy for Hawaiians is over 80. It, it, it means long life. It's a long word for long life. And you're going to be living 80.7 years on average. The Covidiots in Washington State, 79.2 years. Rounding out the top five, Minnesota, California, and Massachusetts. Blue, blue, blue. You don't have to worry about anything and you live off the government. Apparently, you could live a long time. 
Well, that same formula, unfortunately, despite its characteristics, don't work for a state like New Mexico. Coming in, dragging ass at the very bottom, 43. Your total life expectancy in 2020 is 74.5, and it's changed nearly two years from 2019. In years. We've lost two years on our life expectancy. Oh, it's just COVID. Told you to wear your mask. You're killing people. No, your politicians are killing people. Literally. Turnstile justice system is dangerous to go out, and they force you to get vaccinations. I'd say that uh, change from 2019 is life expectancy. Probably a pretty good campaign promise there from uh, Mark Runcani. I hope you live longer. <laughs> I don't know if we want to in this misery. Male life expectancy for males in New Mexico, one of the lowest, 45th, 71.3 years. Female life expectancy in New Mexico, quite a bit longer. It's kind of amazing. 77.8 years. Men, 71.3 in New Mexico, 77.8. Here are the other states that aren't doing so well. In fact, Louisiana, life must suck there. Male life expectancy isn't even 70 years of age. That's crazy. 69.9 years. All this uh, information just coming out. And issued by the CDC, they looked at all 50 states in Washington, D.C., and data from 2020, including the 2020 mortality statistics. Population estimates on the 2010 census and 2010, 2020 Medicare data for people aged 66 to 99. The report said that states with the lowest life expectancy were mostly southern states, but also included one western state. That state, you guessed it, New Mexico. Well, how did our neighbors do? If we're doing that bad, if we're the worst of the West, look at the top 20, Utah coming in at number nine, Oregon at number eight, by and large, the best place to live is out West, except New Mexico, Colorado coming in at number 12, Colorado. You want to crank out an extra six to eight years out of your life, move to Colorado and no, it's not because of the marijuana, Nebraska, not in the West, but close enough. Coming in at number 16, we look at them for their great unemployment rate. Below the U.S. median includes states like Alaska, but Texas coming in at 76.5 years. Arizona at 33 with 76.3 years. Nevada, also a Western state, 76.3 years. And then Dragon Ass at the very end, the last Western state, New Mexico. It's not just murder. It's not just crime. It's not just assault. Well, it's a lack of ability to provide for self, a lack of uh, opportunity overall in the economy. People have to have something to look forward to. And if you don't have anything to live for, you don't live that long. By the way, also uh, in our uh, genre of states, uh, if you will, Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, Alabama, and Louisiana. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. If you're poor enough, excuse me, your life expectancy is now based on all the young slackers that are studying to become doctors. God help us. <laughs> Murder rate goes up in New Mexico. Life expectancy goes down. Makes sense. Yes, that's easy. This whole student loan thing is a farce. Follow the money and you will see the evil behind their true agenda. All right. Uh, hour two coming at you here in the ABQ. And when we return, we're going to be speaking to my friend, Brian. He's been a friend for a while. We're going to jump into a conversation with him. What he saw at Caseman Hospital in the early morning of Saturday 
and uh, why it's very different. Uh, he has the police reports. We have the information. And uh, why your Albuquerque Police Department may not be doing uh, its job in providing the best in accuracy. Um, that's right, folks. Uh, they, they might be lying to you a little bit about the crime that's out there. Uh, also in the show, we'll get into immigration, Netflix and the movies in hour three, along with Alec Baldwin and some racial flames. And then uh, I promise we're going to get to Russia and Ukraine uh, as well as there was an entire UN meeting about it. I didn't read Gabon and Nigeria had uh, such big input on what's happening in uh, the Ukraine and uh, Russia as we literally mark six months now of the war in the Ukraine. So there is that. And uh, we've got Brian uh, checking in this afternoon. Brian, how are you? He's uh, the guy who actually designed our logo for the radio station. Amongst other things, he helped me with my campaign things. And yes, folks, he was paid for some of it. Uh, most of it, uh, not all of it. Uh, Brian, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm glad you're here. Um, we're going to get into the details of that, uh, the latest uh, uptown homicide. So you got video, you got them on, on air, you got the doctors, what they said, you got a, got a lot there. I had front row seats there to uh, Albuquerque's latest homicide, at least then. I think there's been a couple more since then. That's right. We are at 98. That's right. 98. There we go. Woo! Uh-huh. And, Number and one. Counting. Yeah, 83 according to official numbers. You know, their official numbers. But we don't yeah. trust those numbers because we can't trust their reports. Back at the top of the hour news. Right here the Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. And he is your KIVA, the QFM, rockoftalk.com. Hour two coming at you here from the EBQ. Hour one in the books, covered a lot of ground, uh, as they always do uh, here in the Kiva. Don't forget, folks, you can pick us up on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, as well as uh, where I like to go is Audible. And uh, don't forget, you can download our free apps at rockoftalk.tv. And rockoftalk.com. That's rockoftalk.com. Glad people enjoyed Monday and Tuesday's show. Uh, as uh, well, I will get tomorrow's uh, or yesterday's show back up. Uh, I've got Brian, a guy I consider a pretty um, a good friend. I like him. He's the guy I could always count. When my phone's blowing up late at night, and he's one of the few people who can actually text me, uh, uh, it's always Brian and always something interesting. Uh, I would probably consider him probably one of the most astute uh, people when it comes to paying attention to what's on radio and uh, what's out there in the media. And uh, he, along with his uh, daughter, were visiting Anna Caseman um, Hospital, which for those of you uh, is more properly known as the uh, Heights Presbyterian, I guess you could say. It's uh, actually on the northeast side of uh, central <laughs> uh, I-40 cutting, uh, or excuse me, yeah, I-40 cutting right uh, through there. And he happened to be in the emergency room uh, that night. Uh, when the victim was dropped at the front porch of the Anna Caseman Hospital. And we'll let you pick it up from there, Brian. Brian, good afternoon. How are you, sir? All right. You feeling safe? I'm feeling safe. That's good. You feel safe in Albuquerque? Does your family feel safe? Um, You know, it's Albuquerque. So That's my answer. You know, it's Albuquerque. I live here. I mean, yeah, well, you know. you pack, time- do you, are you packing all the time? 
Uh, usually I have a knife. If I don't have my knife, I have a gun. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have a, either of those, I have my fist and my mm. startling good looks. Oh, yeah. You kill, you're a killer good looks, right? Yes. That's good, too. Nice uh, shirt there. Black commies. Stack commies for mommy. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, that's uh, very. It's very vogue these days. Is it? You know, if you believe Stacking it, commies? Yes, if you believe everything in Ukraine. Huh. But, uh, you know. That's another subject. Yeah. You don't want to broach that. So. Another another $3 billion, baby. Yeah, when we just crank out the cash. So that's why we're forgiving student loans. Yeah, because, hey, we have the money. We're a rich country, you know. We're yeah. going we're gonna to go after, we're going to go after the, the it, rich people with money. We're going to get all the money out of them. It's a jubilee right now because the whole system is crumbling. So. Uh, is, that what, is that what they're celebrating? That's what they're celebrating. Mm, okay. We'll get into that. It's, uh, the, uh, it's the Great Reset. World Economic Forum. Part of Klaus, Klaus Schwab. Yes, Klaus Schwab. Yeah. Oh, please. <laughs> he is, um, you know, head of the World Economic Forum, by the way, folks. Uh, those that are advising every government at, out there that is blue, that wants to take its money and wants to do its bidding and, you know, be part of the soirees. And, yes, he's the leader of the Fourth Reich. And the uh, bloodbath party. So here we go. All right. So you're hanging out at Anna Caseman Hospital, but uh, you were there ostensibly for, you know, your daughter's sick or something. My daughter has asthma and her uh, oxygen levels were kind of low. So uh, we decided to go there. We were going to go to uh, Paseo in Wyoming, Mm -hmm. uh, but we decided, I decided to go there since it was closer. Okay. So we went there. How was the hospital? Clean? Good, clean hospital? Oh, that is a, it's a pigsty. Is it? Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ghetto. And they've kind of uh, succumbed to that, you know. They Presbyterian, really down with the locals. Are they? It, uh, oh, it's it's just it's pathetic. Yeah. I mean, if you go there, I was you, born at Presbyterian. I don't think I've been back since then. Knock on wood. Well, that particular emergency room, you're talking, you're, you're going to wait a long time if you're if you're not dying, you know, and they check your vitals and and you can wait, you're going to wait. So hey, they're doing you a favor by letting you be in the lobby in the first place. Yeah. Well, they think that their service is so superior that you need them, that you're mm-hmm. willing to wait 12 hours. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's not always. The How case. long were you waiting there for? Uh, we were there for six and a half hours. Bef- and, you know, they checked my daughter's vitals twice. And the last, uh, you know, she, she was normal. So that's why they made a, made us wait. Mm-hmm. Um, six and a half hours. Six and a half hours. Yep. Okay. And then my daughter threw in the towel. She said, I'm tired. I just want to go. and I, I feel better. She was trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah, she was trying to sleep. Okay. And uh, you got there, what, about midnight? No, we were about there, like, what, probably about 1030, maybe, 1030. Maybe a little bit before. Okay. Um, then uh, roughly, you sent me the video. And in yep. the video is, what I'm, what I'm looking at is a dead man, like, within 10 feet from you. Yes. He's dead. Um, but they didn't pronounce him dead. Well, so let me backtrack a little. So, yeah. so a guy comes in and, you know, I was up and uh, I was talking to the lady next to me. Did she have her mask on? You have her mask on? She, she had, yeah, we had. Did we she all, ask you to have your mask on? We were on? required to, we were forced. Forced. By the security mm. to wear the mask. You got to put on your mask here. Yes. You got to put that mask on. You couldn't on. breathe for six and a half hours. Uh, Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, I did take a little bit of a break. Your daughter has asthma. Did, was she forced to have a mask? She was forced to have a mask. and I With told, asthma? Yes, with okay. asthma. And, and did, I'm sure you asked. Yeah, uh, I'm sure that was helpful. Yeah. 
Um, but we went ahead and, uh, you know, I just told her to go outside, you know, when she felt like she needed to get some air. So she did that a couple of times. Uh, so and what was outside when she needed to get some air? Well, um, she went, she went for air before this situation. So about what, about three, three fifty three, three fifty five. 355, a uh-huh. man, a man comes running in red shorts screaming. My friend's been shot. He's dying. He needs help. So the security guard is staring at his phone. He's kind of startled by it. He gets up real quick. He, he runs outside to kind of, I think he checked to see if, you know, his story, you know, measured up. And then he ran back in, grabbed some, some, uh, medical staff and they ran out there and, and, uh, took him out of the car and, and, uh, wait, so the security guard pulled the guy out of the car. No, no, no. They, the, the medical staff, they, they, they dragged him. I'm, I'm assuming. So I, I didn't, I didn't see the car. Okay? okay. But I know that there was a car involved. Um, but I didn't see the car. So he might, he might've been just laying there that the friend might've just took him out of the car. But, uh, uh, one of the ladies said that she got a glass in her shoe or whatever. So that kind of matches up to, to the window being broken on, on the car. Okay. So, um, they put him on a gurney and uh, wait, wait, wait. But the dead guy, did they confirm that he was dead already? Well, here, well, here's the thing. I was, I was sitting inside of the emergency room, so I didn't see, I didn't get up to see what was going on outside. Um, so they put the guy on a gurney. They were, they rolled him into the breezeway. There's kind of like, uh, you know, revolving doors and there's another door that was open. It was raining that day that evening and um so as they were pushing him in uh one of the nurses was talking about how she's got glass in her shoes or whatever and uh she says he's gone Mm. she says he's gone so basically pronounces him dead yes you can clearly hear that on the video and i knew that's what she said And you rolled tape on had all the video very good stuff thanks for doing that she says he's gone to the doctor and the doctor says bring him in anyway whoa if he's saying that he's dead isn't that the crime scene at the place that he's pronounced that's what i was that's what i was thinking because they didn't even you know the the friend that dropped him off he kind of just disappeared and you know they didn't they didn't hold him they didn't keep the car you know the whole crime scene disappeared Right. So Just, the fact that they dropped off a dead guy and a security card uh, guard is there, and, and I would assume that you just have to leave. If he's dead, that's the time to call the police, no matter where the I, it takes place. It's a crime scene. I've been a security guard. I worked for Pinkerton. I worked for ACAL. I worked for another group that was in charge of uh, security at the uh, at the Johnson and Johnson um, off of I twenty five in Ethicon Indosurgery, sure, sure, what sure. it was called yeah, at the time. Yeah. So I, I know, you know, I was in the Marine Corps for four years. I was in the Army National Guard for another four years. There's there's protocols, there's standards, yeah. there's, there's uh, you know, operating procedures. Especially if you have a dead guy. We're going to pick it up there when we return, Brian. And we're okay. going to talk about how that does not match up with what APD has in their criminal complaint. It's everything I wish I didn't know. But you give us.
517 here in the Kiva. Here's my friend Brian, who was at the scene of the uh, homicide at the Villa Apartments, but he was actually a caseman where the dead body was dropped off. He took a video of it, and the nurse pronounces him dead outside before he's brought in. The doctor then says, bring him in. All this stuff is captured on video. That should be a crime scene right in front. And, uh, well, that car had to go somewhere. Where did that car go? To, to your knowledge, uh, what, what what did you think? Well, according to the police report, it he ended up uh, going to a uh, a gym on uh, Pennsylvania and Indian School. It used to be a Toys R Us. So after you drop off a dead body, you just kind of just yeah. He went there and he suppo- went to a Crave Gym or what is yeah. that called? Something something. Uh, Chew. Choose. Choose. Yeah. Choose with a Z. Yeah. Um, Apparently, we don't. He, know he said that the car broke down. Right? Oh. He said the car broke down in the parking lot there. It's a Toyota. Oh, just a just a whole bunch of bad how do luck. You, how do you like break down in a parking lot? So yeah. why do we know that he was in the parking lot? Well, that's what the police report says. Mm-hmm. And then he says he flagged down a security guard. I'm thinking that the security guard might have saw him there and said, what are you doing here? And then. Ah, I see. Yeah, turn the tables very quick. Hey, my, I'm having trouble with the car. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, they, at the end. At the end of all that, the guy ended up back at the crime scene. I actually saw back him. Back at the hospital. No, no. He ended up back at wherever they said the shooting was. At the, the Villa apart- Apartment. The apartment complex. Yeah. Because I saw, and uh, News 13 had footage, and the guy that dropped him off at the hospital is in that footage. Okay. So that's how I know. Okay. Um, Did they interview him? News 13 interviewed him? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I don't know if anybody interviewed him. Uh, but he was, you know, he was right there next to the homicide uh SUV or, or RV or whatever. Uh-huh. So uh, they were talking to him. But uh, I don't know. The way things look. You're I talking think, about the mobile command. The mobile command. Yeah, come on. It's, got oh, a it's not the yeah. RV. Oh. What's wrong with you? It's got a very, it's with it's giant not the, letters. It's not know. the Crystal Palace. No. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, so the Villa Apartments, Caseman, and then Choose Fitness. So well, three yeah. different scenes now. So let's go. Yeah, let's go back to the let's go back to the hospital. So what yeah. I saw. Okay. So they, so they, so the doctor. What says, you recorded? Yeah. What I recorded. The guy, the doctor says, bring him in anyway. And I'm like, well, why are they bringing him in? He's 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 dead. He's dead on arrival. Right. He's the the crime scene should have been outside of the hospital. Right. Right. You know, I mean, at least that would have been a component, right? Because mm-hmm. that's where he died. Right. But no, they bring him in for whatever reason. I do not know. But the interesting point. The interesting thing is the police report says that they were dispatched at like 408. 408. Yeah. Okay. Well, I took that video. It's timestamped. I know. I saw at that. 357. I know. Okay. The guy came in like two minutes before that. It, like it was like 353, 354. Okay. So, so then they, they got called. They came down there and I, they had a whole bunch of these uh, AP, APD was in the lobby there and they were yeah. talking to the, they were talking to the staff. I don't know if it was doctors, nurses, whatever. And they said, well, we're going to have to do this if it turns out that he dies and this turns into a homicide, but they never told. And I watched them. I watched the hospital staff interacting with the APD for, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And they never once said the guy was dead and they didn't pre- and, and the police report they pronounced him dead at 4:45 a.m. That's a whole, almost a full hour after I. He was dead. He was dead. In the video, clearly he is dead. 
he's clearly dead. So I have no idea how hospitals, or, you know, what their protocol is. But, you know, here's the thing. And, and, and they try to, you know, if you look at the police report, they said he was trying to sell a gun. He got in an argument with a guy. Um, you know, it was like a, a whole day of arguing. And the guy, you know, that he was trying to sell, you know, he got cold feet because he thought the guy was a, a police officer. He didn't want to do the deal. He told him, don't, don't, uh, don't try to contact me anymore. If you, if you come near me, I'll kill you. This is what the, uh, the Corey is what his name is, mm -hmm. uh, that passed away. They got shot in the chest. Um, that's what he was saying to this other guy. So it was like a gun deal gone bad. And the, the guy, uh, the, the guy that he was trying to sell a gun to got all mad and said, I'm going to find you. I'm going to kill you. And supposedly that's what happened. But here's the interesting thing is why? So, well, why do you need so, to buy a second gun why do you for need if to you buy already a, a gun? Yeah, if you already have a gun, why do you need to buy a gun, right? So it's, it's just, it's, it stinks to high heaven. Yeah, there's a lot more to the story. But here's my, here's what I'm talking about, right? So if you get shot or mm -hmm. you get murdered or if somebody you know gets murdered, is this is this how you want them to treat the situation? Yeah, no. That, that's what we're talking about. So I think there was some, some question as to whether or not this was even going to be reported on. I mean, if they took the body inside of whether or not this would be even reported uh, homicide. I think that was really what was in question. It took some time before the reports actually came out on this. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. There was I mean, nothing reported for nearly an entire day. This is true. Um, I think it was what, uh, seven. Well, I don't, I'm not sure how long, but, but yeah, it was, it was the evening. Yeah, okay. It was at night when the, when I finally got the, uh, first report. So, um, we're here with Brian. He's a, he's a good guy. I could vouch for him. Uh, in many, many ways. This was the timestamp you have at 3.57 a.m. August 20th, 2022. The, the video, he gets rolled in, and uh, the first report doesn't come in to the evening uh, that that night on Saturday. You've got the police reports. Uh, it, goed, it went all the way through this uh, whole you know, timeline of details of what happened on, the, on that homicide, and... Well, they don't have a suspect because the suspect actually got killed, I believe, in Phoenix. Is that correct? Well, I I don't know if he got killed. I think I that's what they, they talked. They took him in. Yeah. Okay. They took Phoenix, him in. I think they killed the suspect. Oh, really? But not, not, um, not the Albuquerque Police Department. Okay, but but he well, I Phoenix didn't know, PD. I didn't know he was killed. Um, I think so. Yeah. But I know in the police report they said that they uh you know they contacted Verizon they got a ping on his phone and he was in Winslow Arizona the yeah. last last uh they reported in the uh in the uh the report that they did yeah um but i'm just you know it's it's just a, it's very strange that's all i'm saying okay it just uh you know i, I would not want to be treated that way and I, I mean yeah in the end you know they said this guy was involved in selling guns and selling drugs and you know he was you know a world-class thug but um you know imagine I'm just, they didn't know all that before they treated the whole thing this way. And so they could do that to you. They could do that to your family. And, and, and it's wrong because it, it, the, the timeline is just jacked up. And here's the other thing in the police report, they talk about, uh, he received like a, the, the last text he received was like at eight Oh, uh, or four Oh eight or four Oh nine from this guy. And then and then he was dead 15 minutes later. That, that's what the report says. And it's like, well, no, that's, that's not true. That's a complete lie. That's fabricated information. And that, and that's the person that 
you know, the, the police officer that did the report or the uh, homicide investigator. An Albuquerque murder suspect was involved in a police shooting in Arizona Sunday. Albuquerque homicide detectives identified Kevin McKinney as the suspect accused of killing a man in uh, sa- at Saturday around 4 a.m. APD alerted the law enforcement uh, in Arizona that McKinney may be headed to Mesa. U.S. Marshals and Arizona Department of Public Safety found McKinney and were preparing to detain him when the shooting happened. McKinney was shot during the incident and taken to an Arizona hospital. No officers uh, were injured during the shooting, thankfully. McKinney is accused of killing a man near 6250 Indian School. Police say he was involved in the argument about attempted gun purchase. When he shot the victim, APD says he may have been involved in crimes across multiple states. So but, there's the picture and everything. So he has been, you know, one of the got it's, it, but the interesting thing is he's supposedly not, I don't know if you read that police report, but he's not even from here. The guy was wearing like khakis and yeah. he was wearing a freaking, uh, freaking bulletproof vest. I mean, Sicario all the way, brother. Yeah. And they, pretty crazy. he, 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 you know, he, he, he made, uh, he made sure not to kill the lady in the car, but mm-hmm. you know, just to shoot the guy in the chest, you know, through the window. So it's, it's a lot of, a lot of weird stuff going on with that whole situation. Well, we are 98 is the number of homicides that we have on the other the latest homicide uh, currently under investigation. Uh, Eddie, they needed the extra hour to do a COVID test to determine that he died <laughs> <laughs> because of COVID or not. Uh, wow. So that's, that's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And, and here's the other thing. It's like, why did the, is that why the hospital took him in? Because they wanted to make some money. Uh, you know, it's, there's a lot of questions. Well, I wouldn't think that. I mean, I don't want to be that cynical. I think for, for them, it's just a matter of processing. But it should have been left the, left the man there. The timelines, I think, needed to be right. And a doctor shouldn't be asking him to bring in a dead body into the hospital. Exactly. You know, I think that's well, the... Well, here's the thing. Think about it. The, the police were there, you know, 15 minutes after this whole situation. They stood there and they put the police on ice for a full hour before they told the police that this guy was dead. So what, you know, why? And the suspect was live. Yeah. Why, so he was why did they do that? He was probably, I mean, not hard to start tracking somebody who is, uh, anyway, going across interstate lines, especially with those phone pings. Hey, technology working in our favor there. So, Maybe I mean, there's, uh, track that. there's more questions. The real-time crime center. More questions than answers, Eddie. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate the video. No but problem. I'm glad that they did uh, report it. And, and that, uh, yeah, that video has been, you know, I've, Put that on my uh, Instagram, and it's oh. been viewed over twelve hundred times. Yeah, yeah, like, and it's you know it's sad, but I felt like I had to put that out there. Well, I'm glad you did. I think people need to share more of that stuff. We see some more of that citizen journalism that's going out there, so uh, that's good. But uh, yeah, it was good stuff. Anything else there, Brian? Um, that's it on there. How do, how do you like the logos? All the stuff, all the stickers. Yeah, the, the stuff. You are a graphic designer, are you not? Yeah, this the, you're trying to give the uh, the Malwolf uh, some competition over here. I love Malwolf. You know that, right? <laughs> I, I know you yeah, do. But, yeah, uh, I mean, it's, you it's know, crazy about. Also, I'm not. Uh, I know I'm, you're. I yeah. know you're not into it. I love. I'm not Malwolf. into anything Alice in Wonderland because that screams mind control to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's not I'm mind not, control. Not, I had a great time. I, I solved of uh, you know both Santa Fe and Las Vegas and. I'll be headed to Denver hopefully soon to go solve that one too. Oh, yeah. you should be really proud of yourself. I'm very proud of myself. Thank you. I bought the books, uh, you know, Piper and all the rest of that stuff. I, I love it all. It's what I do. Yeah. Okay. Isn't it owned by the same guy? It that- might be owned by somebody, but I don't care. It's something okay. for me to do and I like. Uh, Brian, I love you. You're a great guy. Back after a quick break here. Yesterday I got so old it made me 
Alt-right news or whatever they want to go ahead and call it. No, no, that's an NPR Ipsos poll. <laughs> invasion. More than half of Americans say there's an invasion. It also found that large numbers of Americans hold a variety of, quote-unquote, misconceptions about immigrants, greatly exaggerating their role in smuggling illegal drugs in the U.S. and how likely they are to use public benefits, blah, 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 blah. Cut that out. We know exactly how this all works. Okay. We know that they're attempting to paint us as people who are racist, who are anti-immigrants, who, you know, that's anti-immigration, I should say. But if a majority of Americans, including three quarters of Republicans, say it's either somewhat or completely true that the United States is experiencing invasions at the southern border, then it's probably true because they're seeing it. Even if the news isn't reporting it, we are seeing it. And we're seeing increased violence. Folks. Right now is not the time to go to Baja, California. That's right, folks. It's uh, bad. How bad is it? They're just lighting cars on fire. They're going after the police. There's femicides galore happening right now. Tijuana, Baja, California. Two women murdered left on the Hoya Bridge. Now, if you know anything about Tijuana or drive south uh, in Tijuana, as I have, Okay, you see that Hoya Bridge right there? It's just like, I don't know, just a four or five miles really past, uh, you know, the entrance to Tijuana. They've had 152 femicides in 2022. Homicide of two approximately 35-year-old women. Ten cases of femicide have been accumulated just in the month of August alone. As bad as Albuquerque. Three committed on Saturday, considering that during the early hours of the morning, a covered body of another victim was located in the narco message related to the suggestion that the mayor, Montserrat Caballero, on criminal groups collecting on their debts. They're bringing that war right here. Increased number of homicides here, directly related to what's happening over there as well. From the double murder against women, the National Guard protected the crime scene until the Forensic Medical Sci- Science Service Board recovered the bodies and transferred them to the facilities while they opened the investigation. At the moment, there's no progress on any of the three femicides, and there won't be. Better not investigate them. We're sending a strong signal. Various blockades because of the war, the drug war that's happening, have set Tijuana absolutely on fire. What are they setting on fire? (laughs) Various other places, including... All sorts of police cars, ambulances, everything that they can find. And they're sending out messages, always in Spanish, written right above where they commit these crimes. They say, we will not allow a single Tijuana citizen to pay the consequences of those who did not pay their bills. 
Today, we say to organized crime, to those who are committing these crimes, that Tijuana will remain active in taking care of its citizens, and we will ask them to collect the bills from those who did not pay for what they owe them, not to the families, not to the citizens who work, according to the mayor. What a tragedy, what impotence, and what anger. Now in my homeland, Baja, California. Those of you who are there, please stay in your homes. That's what they're doing now. They're committing people to staying at home because the streets are absolutely on fire in Tijuana and in Juarez. Members of the Sinaloa and Jalisco New Generation cartels are mad at it. U.S. consulate in Tijuana also instructed its personnel to take shelter. Yes, cowering as usual. Immigration should be an issue, but we can't talk about it. We're just letting everybody in. Majority of Americans say U.S. is being invaded at the southern border. That NPR Ipsos poll say 54% see there is completely or somewhat true that the U.S. is being invaded. Ten counties in Texas have declared an invasion. Ten. They're citing an increased use of fentanyl, increased meth brought by cartel operatives, as well as human trafficking and smuggling increases in, in their counties. Response were asked if they found the statement the U.S. is experiencing an invasion of the southern border to be completely or somewhat true, completely false, or don't know. 54% true. You may not getting you may not be getting the report. Maybe 4713 aren't covering it, but it's happening. 10 counties declaring an emergency in, in Texas. U.S. Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has maintained the border is closed and all federal immigration and other laws are now being followed. B.S. Five million people from more than 150 countries have entered the United States illegally, according to the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol area. That's just this year. Gotaways is the term that they're now using. Border Patrol is using for those who've intentionally entered the U.S. illegally, evaded law enforcement, and who haven't made asylum or immigration claims. Gotaway data is through the roof. 3.9 million who have been apprehended during the U.S. illegally nationwide, including 3.4 million crossing into the U.S. through the southern border also includes a minimum of 900,000 gotaways. So that number is likely far above that. That is the estimate. Five million are now greater than the individual populations of 25 states, up from 23 states, the center square previously reported back in June. Immigration is a problem. Why can't we be more like Poland? Why can't we be more like many of these other countries? This is an issue. It's creating crime. That's part of the element that's here. Poland, you know, they check everybody. They nabbed an octogenarian with five kilos of heroin in her suitcase. She was traveling from Malawi and Kenya through Doha and Warsaw. She denied any wrongdoing and said family members had given her the suitcase with gifts for relatives in Canada, according to Alexandria, who is a spokeswoman for the prosecutor's office in Warsaw. Firmest borders in the entire continent besides Belgium, I think. Why is immigration not? Remember, the very first move that Michelle Lujan Grisham made was to remove 134 people right, on the border that would have protected our border. And we saw what has been happening. And it's gotten worse. 550-5500, that's 550-5500. I alluded to this yesterday. I thought this might be uh, uh, kind of an interesting thing I 
talked a little bit about it. Uh, Brian is still here in the studio. He's welcome to jump in at any time that he feels like. That's the way the radio works. Gambia is clamping down on British grannies, flocking to the country, searching for toy boys, and is desperate for quality tourists to visit the country. <laughs> they don't want them taking advantage of their men. This is, a real, this is a real story, Brian. The tiny West African nation has been a haven for older women seeking a lover or partner. See, it goes both ways. Or partner for many years. But the country is now sick of its reputation as a sex hotspot for mature women from Britain taking advantage of toy boys in Gambia. What we want is quality tourists. Tourists that come to enjoy the country and culture, but not tourists that come just for sex. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that gross? Sex tourism in the nation has been booming since the 1990s when budget package tours to the former British colony became very popular. One Twitter user said, the sex on the beach program is so disturbing. Old white women preying on poor Gambian men for sex. How ugly is that? I'll post this. By the way, this is at the uh, mirror.co.uk. There are a few jobs and low wages in Gambia, so men seek relationships often exchanged for much more money than they could ever usually earn during a year. One particular woman, and this is, this is quite uh, disturbing, left her family and seven kids. Seven kids! Heidi Hepworth ended her 23 marriage to Andy, 48, and began a relationship with Mamadou Salou Jallo, <laughs> 34 years of age, after converting to Islam. That's right, folks. She said in 2018, no one imagined this would last, but we love each other and are making plans to marry. I've never been happier. She's having a midlife crisis, according to her uh, former husband, County Durham, and had been brainwashed. Speaking about, well, that's what, that's what happens there. Speaking about the relationship on ITV's Loose Women, she said, it was daunting at first. I got the plane and thought, oh my God, what have I done? But then I got here and he met us off the plane with his brother and friend, and it was all right. It was magical. So see, the immigration goes both ways there, Brian. Grandmas need love too. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for uh, the, the additional uh, support there with that. The public, nice public service. A nice, nice uh, fitting end. So. Colombia decriminalizes cocaine and marijuana. They're doing this just uh, right now, huh, Brian? What's going on in Colombia? And, and uh... well, no, I'm just saying that's part of the drug war. That's you know they've decriminalized cocaine and marijuana in Colombia. There it is. Anyone caught with less than 20 grams of marijuana or one gram of cocaine for personal use will not be prosecuted or detained. Thursday's ruling challenged Colombia's. 2011 citizen security law, which said anyone found with up to one kilogram of marijuana or hundred grams of cocaine should receive a sentence of at least 64 months in prison. That will no longer be the case. So it's, you know what? L let love, let love rule. You know, if you love this, you love that. Well, that's, you, you uh, shouldn't feel like you're doing something wrong, Brian. Got it. Well, that's you know? the Columbia thing. That's a leftist. Uh, that's the first leftist uh, that's controlled the country. There it is. It's all it takes for you to destroy your country. Let leftists run it. 544, back in three. We'll talk about film. You better say your prayers. A whisper to the wise. Thank your lucky stars for coming out tonight. Put your foot down the drive. Oh, you're a silly thing. Put your foot down the
48 on your drive at home. Woman charged with stealing from Target stores takes a plea deal. I saw this. She stole more than $37,000 worth of items from Target stores. Oh. Should work, right? Shouldn't we? Don't you think we need to put up a statue to her? Like right in front of the uh, human services department there? Like wouldn't that be like the role model there? She needs a promotion. Yeah, she needs a little something there. So that's uh, no bueno. So much to make a film. You look at her face, she looks... uh, Felice Sanchez faced 23 counts of shoplifting and aggravated charges for stealing more than $37,000 worth of items from Target. She's good, bro. Lots of perfume. Can you still... Do they sell perfume? They do. Behind a glass case. Oh, okay. To protect it from from the Felice Sanchez's of the world. Here's the interesting thing, Eddie. I used to do security. I, I worked for, remember Furs, the oh, grocery yeah. store? Oh, yeah. I, I worked at Furs on my first job, oh, sacking wow. groceries. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I used to, I did sec- security for the Furs all over town. Mm-hmm. And the police would come if somebody stole something that was $3 back yeah. in the day. Yeah. You know, prosecute them, call their mommy, make them cry. But now, nothing. So that's why we've got there it is. we've got a lady. She faces seven and a half years. And she probably she she'll probably, get seven and a half months. Yeah. She probably stole more than that. She probably stole like a hundred thousand dollars worth. Of that's what they could track, right? Yeah. Anyway, we covered immigration, banning cars, uh, California banning the sale of new gasoline cars by twenty thirty five, where people are living the longest, not New Mexico. <laughs> IRS, student loan forgiveness, governor's race and elections, and uh so so much more. The movies, the industry is it's going gangbusters. Where does that term come from? Look that up. New Mexico film. <clears throat> what? I just just look it up. Where does gangbusters come from? Film, television, and digital media productions operating in New Mexico spent more than eight hundred fifty-five million in twenty twenty-two. Look, good job, everybody promoting good. This is the argument that they use, but they've donated so much back. It's so good for business. I'm glad they decided to go ahead and locate here. It's two point nine times higher than it was in fiscal 2020 and a 36% increase over 2021 fiscal year. The data between 21 and 22, July 1st and June 30, show that 55 film productions, 54 television productions took place in New Mexico. Nearly a billion dollars. The additional 5% bump from the tax credit has been an integral component to attracting productions to the Las Cruces area. Gangbusters comes from where? Uh, I'd actually, uh, you'll appreciate this. I will. Gangbusters was was a famous radio program that was first heard in 1936. Gangbusters! And, and aired until 1957. The sound effects of police sirens, Tommy guns, and screeching tires that opened the show were dramatic and exciting. Going gangbuster. And so there you go. Yeah. So uh, film going gangbuster. It has its origins in radio. Mm, have you talked to, have you, have you watched Stranger Things? Oh, uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, did you like it? I did. Yeah, I did too. I, I thought it was, it was, it, it was, was well. Yes, it was entertaining. Yeah. Uh, they actually have they have a new one, uh, a Wednesday. You know the from the Adams family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Burton's directing uh, a series called Wednesday that's going to be. Oh, on that's going to be fun. Oh, of course they're going to. A, a lot of dark things are going to be tossed in there. Oh yeah, well, got to get people you know away from that, God or anything else. Did, did you ever Jesus. see? Did you ever see Pee Wee Herman and the Big Adventure? I certainly did. That was blatantly satanic. You was should watch it? it again, and you'll yeah. see all the key. Tell them, Lar- is Large March Satan, or would that be, uh, would that uh, be well, the guy from uh, the Matrix? The, what's, the, the, what's the black guy in the Matrix? Uh, it's the uh, black guy in the Matrix. Is it Neo? Yeah, is it Neo. Neo. 
you red pill or blue pill. That's a, that's a documentary, by the way. <laughs> Just in case anybody Just like wants Breaking to see Bad it. is. You saw my Fox stuff. AMC Break- shares oh, that was awesome. are now following 40% as Regal Cinema owned, uh, Warner warns of potential bankruptcy. Well, that's- so we're making films. AMC's- they're going straight to video or straight to Netflix. Netflix shares are tanking. If you, you, you're you a Netflix subscriber, I'm assuming. I, I pay $16 a month. Yeah, is it worth the $16 a month? I do it for I My kids like to watch that. I haven't. I, I watch Stranger Things. And Which, I watch, could you find something else for your kids? Uh, probably. That? I mean, they've, they've already told me that I can cancel it if I want to. There you go. Now's the opportunity. They gave you the out. I'd do it. The drop comes as Cineworld said on Monday. It's also considering filing bankruptcy. So we have all these movie companies that are considering filing bankruptcy. Did you go see Top Gun at the movie? I did. Oh, it was awesome, huh? How about Val, huh? Hundred billion. Hundred billion in the box office. Most 100 ever. Hundred billion? Yep, hundred with a B. Billion. How with, could it make a hundred billion? It made a hundred billion. I'm just letting you know. It's fantastic. It was great movie with no... I, I will uh, contest that number there's no way it made a hundred it billion. made a hundred billion it didn't it didn't make a hundred billion I'm, I'm not going to argue with you this is the point where let's, you just let's go put a hundred instead of a hundred billion I'll just put a hundred bucks on it okay tell me how much it made send me the link and then we can go from okay. there if you want to and AMC just, who cares about AMC wait, they're, wait, wait, owned, I, they're owned by the Chinese anyway so we were happy that they're going out okay there. I didn't offer you the commentary there I'm just talking about the movie business that's the way the conversation works is we're investing in something that is tanking. Okay. And HBO max. What about that? You're, are you an HBO max subscriber? No, sir. They just had their uh, house of the dragon. Yeah. That sounds very Christian house of the dragon. I'm going to change my name to dragon. A R A G O N to D R A G O N. The wait for the game of Thrones prequel lasted a little longer for some HBO max on the launch says the show had millions of viewers. And then, well, they couldn't technically achieve what they needed to. There were more than 3,700 reports of HBO Max being down in the minutes after House of the Dragon premiered. That's not good. Especially those uh, nerds from Game of Thrones. They love that stuff. They're always, right? It, it, it was a cultural phenomena. Well, this People were uh, waiting for the last season. So that crashed. Uh, do you have a number on the uh, Top Gun? Uh, not yet. Yeah, well, I wanted the, to add- stay focused on there. Yeah. Don't get distracted by what I'm saying. So here you go. You got HBO Max, you got Netflix, you got all this other kind of stuff. And you have the movie theaters coming out after receiving all sorts of bailout money to stay open. And within a year of them reopening, year, year and a half, 12 to 18 months, right? That's about how long we've been going back to the movies, are now considering Chapter 11. What are you going to do with all that retail space? What are you going to do with all that uh, stuff that's left over? So why is... New Mexico investing so much money. And is it good for business? I mean, just take the Alec Baldwin stuff on the on the face of it. I mean, not good. I think it's bad karma. We've had a murder in the fastest growing movie. It's a murder. FBI already said it. it's a murder. It is a murder. Someone is-, is going to be responsible. It might be, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> involuntary manslaughter. But nonetheless, that's going to be considered some level of manslaughter, which is another way of saying, well, uh, an unintentional murder. But Alec Baldwin is, he's uh, scared for his life because of the Trump Trump supporters. supporters. Yes, that's exactly, that's exactly right. So we have this uh, Amber Dotson. She didn't know Jack whatever about uh, movies, but she's now leading the charge. When are we going to stop this ridiculous speak that's impressing upon all of us what we should be watching? And, and And it bothers me. 
because we're constantly talking about the benefits of the movie industry. Yeah, we're not talking about, you know, it's the cultural spillover and what it means here locally for our city. And the Albuquerque Business First is constantly touting this stuff. Has there been one article in the Albuquerque Business First about Alec Baldwin and the fact that maybe Russ will never get made and this is the most high profile? We should be thinking and talking and speaking more about Alec Baldwin here locally and about why the movie industry is not good for New Mexico. Many, many states have abandoned it. And we're literally just stimming this thing up so we can subsidize it. And are we actually making money? Just because $855 million was spent here, how much money did the state of New Mexico spend to keep that here? Well, you know, maybe about four, $450 million profitable. Is that enough given, you know, where we're at? I don't think so. I don't think it's worth that sacrifice. $1.4 trillion. For what? Top Gun. Sent you a link there, buddy. Okay, well, let's see. There's, it, there's no way a movie generated. Yes, it did. And why is that? Because it was very masculine. <laughs> right? Mini- Top Gun filmmakers on box office. Glory Ox are at, uh, let's see. It's no, it, of $1.4 billion. I rest my case. Not $100 billion and not $1.4 trillion. Are your eyes? Did I? Okay. You, it's, it literally says $1.4 billion. Okay. Did I say $100 billion? Excuse you me. You said $100 billion and then you said $1.4 trillion. So one, you, before one you leave today, no, $1 billion. I, I didn't want say my trillion. I, yes, you did. I said one point Roll tape. You want to go back? No, you said $100 okay. billion and then you said $1.4 trillion. Say, okay. I did not say trillion. Yeah. Roll the tape. I want to yeah, roll. It. I don't need to. I'm not going to do that. All right. So uh, <clears throat> Alec Baldwin. Remember the Baldwin. Let's talk about the. Can I talk about the House of Dragon for a second? It's it. They're trying to overdo what they did uh, with the Game of Thrones with the debauchery. So there's more incest. Yeah, more well, murdering, I mean, you literally have porn. More people, beheading. People who worked in the porn industry. More sex. People who worked in the porn industry are basically the same. Are, are actually live. Are the real actors in Game of Thrones? Oh, well, well. we'll get your cultural insight on this. I'm interested. I mean, I never watched a single episode of Game of Thrones. Didn't know that I needed to. And did I miss anything? Neither did I. Okay. Well, there you go. And, and like, I think like the first episode they went in, they had some incestual stuff going on. So it was like, wow, who's going to, why keep watching this? Hmm. Uh, FBI forensics team found that there was no way the pistol in Baldwin's hand could have fired without him actually pulling the trigger. What was his argument? What did he say? He said it went off. He did, yeah, he said it, it went, went off. off. That's right. He did not say that he pulled the trigger. He, In fact, he went out of his way to say that he didn't pull on the trigger. Self, any self-respecting gun owner knows that that's impossible. Well, he doesn't know anything about guns. And uh, there you go. That proves it. So we'll talk about Game of Thrones. We'll talk more about the film industry. And uh, we'll do that in hour three, hour one and two in the books. Back right after this. That's great, it starts with an earthquake Birds and snakes and airplane Lenny Bruce is not afraid I have a hurricane, listen to yourself Turn world so it's on needs Dummy, serve your own needs Beat it up an ox, speak grunt No strength, the ladder starts to clatter with Fear, fight down, high fire in a fire Seven days in the government for hire at a combat site. Left to us to come in a hurry with the furies beating down your death. 
team, my team reporters, Travel Trump, Kevin Crop, look at that, no plane, fine, yeah, uh-oh, overflow, population coming through, but it'll do, save yourself, save yourself, world, shut your tongue, need to send your heart, read, dummy, with the rapture, and the rabbit, and the right, right, you patriotic, patriotic, slam, fight, right, like, feel it, pretty sight, it's the end of the world, as we know it, it's the end of the world, as we know it, it's 606 in the final five with more 411 here for your third hour. I'm Eddie Urich on the Rock of Talk on EM 1600 KIVAB, com. Alec Baldwin says he thinks that no one will be criminally charged in last year's onset shooting that killed his quote-unquote team member. <laughs> on an interview with CNN, he said he hired a private investigator to look into the incident in which a prop gun in the actor's hand discharged and killed cinematographer Helia Hutchins and wounded director Joel Souza. Based upon the investigator's report, Mr. Baldwin said he believes that he, Armor, Hannah Gutierrez Reed, or assistant director Dave Halls will not be charged either. The perfect crime. What was she working on? Helia Hutchins? A pedophilia documentary. That's right, folks. That is exactly right on point. Ms. Gutierrez Reed was responsible for checking on the weapon set. As you all know, Mr. Halls handed the gun to Mr. Baldwin before the fatal shooting. Prosecutors in Santa Fe are awaiting the completion of a criminal investigation in the shooting death before deciding to press any charges. So what will happen and why is there not more attention? I mean, such high profile names and, you know, somebody being murdered on the set of the film industry, this should be the center of attention and local target seven KOB investigates for KRQE, you know, Larry Barker needs to be on all these cases. No one, no one has tried to, figure out what exactly is happening over there. So he passes the blame and accepts none for himself and all that. And I got to say, is this going to turn into one of those uh, OJ type trials where, you know, he gets acquitted the whole entire thing, but that he is civilly liable uh, in all this. I would think that that would be the way to uh, go here uh, on that for the family and the estate for Ahelia Hutchins who lost her life filming a movie called Rust in the state of New Mexico. So the FBI forensics team has found that there was no way the pistol could have fired without him pulling the trigger. Baldwin will continue to pass that pile of blame while accepting none. Someone put a live bullet in the gun who should have known better, Baldwin told CNN. That was Gutierrez's read job to do, blaming somebody else. Her job was to look at the ammunition and put in the dummy round or the blank round, and there wasn't supposed to be any live rounds on the set. There are also two people who didn't do what they were supposed to do. He alleged, I'm not sitting here saying I went to them, you know, go to, I want them to go to prison, you know, or want their lives to be hell. I don't want that, but I want everybody to know that there are two people that are responsible for what happened. All we know is that the gun went off, quote unquote, according to him, went off in his hand. So uh, we'll see how all of that ends up. But uh, you have uh, some thoughts about, I, I guess there is a New Mexico connection for the Game of Thrones. The guy who created Meow Wolf is the same one who is the originator maker of uh, Game of Thrones. And they have, uh, what is this latest, the the dragons? Uh, what, yeah. The, what, what is this called? Uh, I'm not sure. Something dragons that, let's take a look. Yeah, you were, you were, you were going to be you know, educating all us. <laughs> On the latest well, uh, yeah, it's underpinnings. The, the, the House of the Dragons. House of the Dragons. Okay. Yeah, okay. What, so well, this I is was, a prequel to yeah. the uh, and they're trying George R.R. To, R. Martin's. Uh, they're right? trying to outdo themselves from the Game of Thrones, you know, so okay. they, they've got to 
amp up thing. It's kind of the thing to go. Like the, Better Call Saul was the, the depravity the, has to go to a whole new level. Better Call Saul was the prequel to Breaking Bad, so you start creating rounds. Well, what would happen before all this? How do we get? To I, this yeah, I never watched that. Better Call Saul. Never. Neither watched did that. I. Not, not interested. Yeah, neither. Am I. I mean, Breaking Bad. I didn't watch that till it was done. I didn't watch that until three nights before it was over because I wanted to watch oh. the finale because people were making such a big deal about it. And I kind of felt bad because I didn't know who the guy that I threw out of my studio was. Hank. I threw Hank out. Yeah, Hank. I think you knew that. Hank. Yeah, Hank. Hank uh, the liberal. Hank the one that wants to pay $12 yeah, a Hank, gallon for gas. Hank is on. He's a, I think he was in Beverly Hills Cop. I think he was in he freaking. Is? Yeah, I think he was in RoboCop. Yeah. I, he, he's, been, he's been in Hollywood for a long time. He's mm. done a bunch of cop roles yeah i've seen him around a couple times so the he's, dumb the dumb cop you just the didn't duped, the you, dumb duped cop you when, didn't realize the royalty oh you know what i think he was in i think he was in uh, uh lethal okay. weapon he was in lethal weapon doing what <laughs> working with mel gibson all right, all right so tell me about this game of thrones prequel well i i don't know much about it um i just know that uh i've, I've heard through the grapevine that uh that they're trying to. That's over a great source. Heard through the grapevine. Yeah. A great source. How that's, do I cite that? That's uh, yeah. Oh, that should be a website. Somebody <laughs> make that. Okay. Uh, trusted. The, tr would, would you prefer trusted sources with? Uh, I like your sources. You have the, good sources. The they do. CNN Brian Steltzer. That's unemployed now. I'm not taking shots at you. Oh, okay. I just asked uh, for a little reference. That's all okay. for our listeners who are you know waiting eagerly to hear your droppings on uh, yeah. the House of Dragons. Well, they're just dropping, so I okay. dragon droppings. Dragon droppings. So okay. And so, what? What is it? Something is it, fierce. Is it, is it satanic? More beheadings? More lust? Well, I never, what? I never saw, I never got into the first series. Oh. So, I, well, you were, you were leading us my, down this path that it was going to be more. Well, I have a, I have a friend that lives in Florida who loves, the, loved the first uh, show, The Game of Thrones, mm. and now she's, she, she can't get enough of this. So she was, she was. Uh, watching the first episode of the house of dragons and mm. i said and i asked her i said so is it is it true that they're outdoing themselves this time and she said well the first episode was kind of slow so oh uh she she can't confirm or deny that because all right but the first one they're just built they're building the characters oh okay. and then the the <laughs> but they're going there so this somebody is why I don't watch tv Somebody's somebody's privy to this knowledge. Somebody's okay. reviewed the full season uh -huh. and said that that's what's going on. Okay, got it. So that's right. what you can expect. Well, I don't have to watch the entirety of the everything to see if it uh, how it compares in terms of the yeah. gore and the sex and the lust and all that stuff. You know, measured up to the Game of Thrones. I you should it. watch Strange Angel. Have you seen that one? No, I no. That's a that's not, on no. CBS's pay pay per view service. Yeah, no. I won't be watching. And that. oh, that's about uh, Jack Parsons and uh, the occultic nature, the occultic things that he was involved huh. in. Who's Jack Parsons? Oh, he he's the uh, father of modern day rocketeering. He uh, helped found um, NASA, and uh, he was an, uh, he used to hang out with Aleister Crowley. So you know, oh, he's known. There you go. Is this true? Has this been verified? This is verified, brother. Huh. Very you, cool. There's like a hundred different sources. You so now, if I like space, I might be a, a worshiper of Satan. Uh, well, if you believe in space, you know, it, it, it so, doesn't exist. Well, what I say is the the only space that exists. Did we land? Are, are we in between your ears? Are we going to be going to the moon? What is going on here? I don't know, man. 
I've did, never did, been. Did, I've never been. I've never been in a spaceship. I've never been in a rocket. I I don't know. Have you ever been to Africa? I don't Is know. Is the world actually round? I don't Does know. Does Africa exist? I don't know what's beyond my eyeballs. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that Africa exists. I'm sure that I'm sure that Brazil exists. I've actually. I've never seen Africa, but I see the moon every single night. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I've. No, Do you I'm think not, that we walked on the moon? I'm not denying the. You don't find it strange at all that all of a sudden the 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 moon landings just stopped 50 years ago, like just randomly? Well, interesting. There's a video out there. The guy. What do you think they found on the moon that prevented us from continuing to go out there? I don't think we found anything on the moon. I mean, there's two scenarios. Either we actually went to the moon, uh-huh. and you know. They just didn't have the technology. That we did or we didn't go to the we moon. We went to the There's moon. There's two scenarios. They went, we yeah. went to the moon. They didn't have the technology to actually tra- transmit, uh, you know, live footage back to Earth at the time. Oh, my God. So they had to uh, recreate it. Oh, the, uh, my God. Are we the, done? In a Hollywood are we, studio. Are we done? The uh, guy who, the last guy to walk the moon was is literally going to be here in my studio. So. Well, have fun. Tell him I said hi. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. I feel like I just learned nothing. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. here in the Kiva. Well, <clears throat> I feel like I'm doing the show with Beavis today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Confirmation bias everywhere. Let me ask you some things. We got the, the billions versus trillion. You know what? I, I will say that Brian did uh, leave some some good uh, some good stuff into the first, was it first hour, second hour? He's in there with, uh, you know, you could always turn on your video and record some stuff. He does send me stuff all the time and, you know, uh, and somebody does want you on the show once in a while. Deborah says, uh, Brian's funny. You should have him come in on a regular basis. <laughs> oh, uh, Brian was here with me the day on the Epstein stuff. So that was kind of uh, cool. He continually sends me stuff on the uh, Epstein uh, stuff. I, I've done a lot uh, <clears throat> throughout the years on uh, Jeff Epstein. And there you go. So. Apparently, space is not the thing I should be talking to with Ryan. So, not interested in in uh, in that at all. He sent me something from Evie, E-V-I-E. Do the strange deaths of Anne Hesh, Anthony Bourdain, and Avicii have anything to do with child trafficking? That seems to me to be the most obvious question. In all, we have to do is look at the underpinnings, what they're what it's related to, what they were working on before, what was going to be exposed. It's all there. It's just sitting there. I do need to get to Anne Hash. I think I will uh, get to it on uh, Friday so I can finish that up. It's long. It's going to take the whole show. There's that much information. There really is. Official cause of death revealed on Anne, Anne Hash. Right. There you go. Believe whatever they tell you to. It's probably the most clicks on Newsbreak. You guys, have you guys downloaded Newsbreak? You could see what everybody's interested in. That's about the most amount of news anybody can gather any news site. It's one of the most popular news apps that's out there. Friends and fans are getting official answers as to the cause of her death. 
She died as a result of smoke inhalation. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That's why she just rose up out of the body bag, right? Right? I mean, even Brian understands it. The actress was taken off life support after getting into a serious car accident by herself into a home at 11 a.m. in the middle of the day, just crashing into a, a home in the middle of after leaving a grocery store where she's apparently fine. She was rushed to a nearby hospital, severe burns. Did she look severely burned to you? She did not. Yeah, I didn't see that. The accident was Hesh's third car crash within a 30-minute span. Maybe she was just trying to get a hold of uh, controlling a robotically controlled car. Spokesperson, by the way, the Mini Cooper she was driving. Been trained. Did you ever see the Italian job? Yep. There you go. So I have to tell you. The Mini Coopers in uh, the Born Identity, I, I, remote controlled. Yeah, but I, I, think, I think she just, you know, hopped up out of, out of queue. She was supposed to wait until she got put in the ambulance. Oh, good. I like that. That's a good angle there. They said that she had narcotics in her system. Isn't that always the case? It's like eyes wide shut, right? Yeah. Amanda Curran, when she dies, and she she dies in the New York Post that night. She's like, oh, yep. She had narcotics in her system. <laughs> she was a hooker. She yeah. had it coming to her. It's always going to be that way yeah. with her, remember? But, like all these rich, powerful people are rich, you know, burning up and using. They better not expose. We're going to keep you silent, right? What's the doctor's name? The good, the good doctor. If you'd like to have anything. <laughs> and a mask. Are you talking about eyes wide shut? Yeah, eyes wide shut. Yeah. Well, we just kind of go there because that's the kind of way I feel. Yeah, that, that was. Uh, yeah. Who directed that movie? <clears throat> Stanley Kubrick. Oh, Stanley. Yeah, Kubrick. that was the last the movie same, he directed. Yeah, he was the same guy that directed the fake moon landing. Yeah, I, I twisted that. Yeah, but see, you just destroyed an entire storyline. Ooh. Yeah, that seemed to be more important for you to get over on me because. You've come up with something that is totally not true and didn't have anything to do with you. You just undermined the entire point. There. See, I wanted to go to Anne Hesh and Bourdain. And how many times have you and I discussed Bourdain? Lots. Plenty Lots. of times. Yes. More than I'd like to talk about. Very suspicious. Why? Well, just the way he died. The, uh, you know, the. The, the, the text, way his the text, manner of death is very similar to many other ritual the, deaths. The woman that he was dating. Mm. And who um, is she? That would be the Italian director's uh, daughter. She had a uh, strange yeah, Italian seen. horror film. Italian horror and sex films. Yes. And. Uh, Italian snuff. And her posting, her Instagram postings, you know, it was, it's, you know, all the signs are there. Okay? And uh, who was uh, Bourdain? You know, at odds with. He was at odds uh, with Hillary Clinton. Hillary Rodham And the Clintons, Clinton, the things that he knew. His, his, his Twitter his... messages that he sent out. Mm -hmm. You know, the stuff that he was, you know, he, he said that the CIA had, you know, you know, had messed with him at some point. And so he understands, you know, what, you know, the trouble that he could get into. He didn't actually get into any sort of uh, real growth until later on in his life. I mean, he didn't become successful until he was late 40s, early 50s. And it was a very short time for Anthony Bourdain, one of the most likable individuals. Did you watch his his film that came out last year? No. I do need to watch that. I, did, I didn't. Uh, me, personally. Yeah, you probably I, didn't like him. I didn't like him. Yeah. Why? I did, he's a did foodie. He's a foodie, and I just didn't like him. I just thought he's... Oh, like, you just don't like foodies? Well, no. He's just trying to be like this... You know, he's, he's not trying to be anything. Yeah, he's an he's actual trying to be chef. like this rock and roll kind of guy that they had something just, to sell. They created something, I, and he, that's, I, that's what I capitalism's all about. I he had an image. Yeah. 
that's fine. But okay. I wasn't I wasn't buying it. Well, it doesn't mean to dislike somebody. He's, he's, he's in his own lane. Yeah. You don't need to cross over in his lane, but uh, he also crossed over into the Clintons lane and, you know, Pizzagate and pedophilia and all the, you know, now all of the things that Alex Jones was reporting uh, before, and this is going to be interesting. Watch what I'm going to do with Brian here. All the stuff that he's reporting before sort of gets delegitimized based upon the fact that, you know, there was this $45 million payout plus an additional $4.5 million uh, that has to be paid to the victims of quote unquote Sandy Hook. Your yeah. thoughts on Alex? Um, I used to, I used to listen to Alex. Why don't you anymore? I just, uh, he's nutraceuticals. Uh, you got, got nutraceuticals, Mel, uh, Okay, so no. you sent me a yeah. you sent me a graphic yesterday. I didn't quite understand the angle with that, but you're telling well, me was, that he's a bit of a hypocrite. He was that lady that or that person that's sitting on his lap. Yeah, she's a she's a transgendered dude. How do you know? Because my friend knows who this woman is. She's a uh, she's like a social media uh, darling, I guess. Okay, so you're telling me that Alex Jones is hanging out with transgenders? Yeah. Okay, and so. And they're alluding to, there was a, he had, he did a show one, one time and they, they were doing an overhead view. By the way, uh, full disclosure, nobody has listened to more Alex Jones than Brian, just so you know. Well, yeah, I used to be a big time fan and I mean, I didn't believe everything that he said, but I, I thought he was a funny guy. You don't believe it. You don't believe in anything anyone says. He's entertaining. And, you know, so that's, I, 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 you know, you'd have to, you pretty much, if you listen to his show, you kind of got to you know, read between the lines. And so, but anyway, uh, it says, uh, info cope. They did it. They're making fun of him because he, he, he was like live on air and they did like an overhead view and they took a shot of his cell phone and he had, he had a bunch of, uh, you're telling me that this picture of this brunette woman, yes, this brunette is a tranny. Yes. She's a tranny. I don't think you can. I don't even want to say she, it's, it's a tranny. He's a tranny. You can't say tranny. Isn't tranny supposed to be offensive to them? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Okay. I know you don't care, but isn't that supposed to be offensive to them by calling them? Um, I, I don't know. Probably. Um, Annie the tranny. So anyway, they, uh, they did an overhead view of, uh, and they just accidentally caught uh, what was on uh, some tabs that were open on. Uh, I don't know if it was a tablet or a cell phone, but he had a he had a T girl website open opened, and T girls are that's like a. Why do you know he wasn't just doing research? That's what he said he was doing. <laughs> but come on, give me a break. Just asking. Okay. Anyway, that's a stretch. It's like I, I'm just asking. Why is the assumption immediately that he's looking at that for his own? you know, personal benefit. How do well, you know he isn't if actually I was doing, doing re- if I was doing research, I'd look and then I'd 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 shut it down. I'm not gonna keep it open. Oh, yeah, let me keep that open first. Well you can't do research if you just shut it down right away. Just didn't he be able okay. to yeah, well, I'm you're, just saying you're 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 doing a pretty good job. You should be his defense attorney. I'm just asking why was the immediate thought uh, that he wasn't doing research? The things that he delves into, like well, anyway, that's, Pizza Gate and all the other that's stuff. That's why that they're we, making a joke about him. The guy's gone back on everything that he's put out there. He, okay. he's, he put out the freaking, all the information on uh, Pizza Gate right. and Sandy Hook. Right. And then he reneged. He went back on all of it. He put yeah. all that information out there. Uh, it's negged, and then by he, the way, reneged. Okay, he reneged. He took it back. Um, so, so why would someone, and I've do, watched why him, would someone do that? I've watched him set up his, his, 
his listeners. Right, but Brian, why would you? Okay, so before we get to that point, this is important. Why would someone, in your opinion, do that? Do what? What Alex is doing. Go and put something out around all these people. I'm going to go somewhere okay. with this. So just just follow along with it. Why would someone do that? What is your thought? Because he's 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 part of the you know the control mechanism. He's just kind of. I mean, he's been out there for a long time and people, you know, there's a lot of, he's always talking about like, oh, they're going to kill me and they're going to shut me down and all, but they never do. And uh, why is that? You think he's making everybody else he's controlled, on he's this like side, controlled con opposition? Controlled opposition. Yeah. Okay. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's just there to try to make, uh, you know, actual subjects that, you know, actually have some value and some truth. And, mm -hmm. and he tries to, he cloudies it. He marks up the water. And so he basically aggregated all this information. People who were on his, he was texting, reaching out to, you know, creating a scene. I mean, I have that, that famous, you know, uh, audio that I played on my air before of him, you know, him getting all amped up and losing his mind on Joe Rogan. And he sent me that audio. Yeah. So we'll talk more about that. Okay. So I want to talk about January 6th. Because I think there's a lot of that that has to do with these poor people who got involved in it. Back after a break. Kiva talking with Brian about uh, well his love and I don't know he doesn't believe in Alex Jones a lot of people texting in we'll open up the phones you guys can exchange it directly with Brian make me work a lot less I'll talk a lot less and I can sit here and listen to Brian and have some fun oh yeah, Brian's all about me talking less apparently no one's uh, bored of it fear of being sued like what just happened and even if he has this thing for trannies they aren't his target I don't know respond to that by the way, 505-266-1600. That's 266-1600. Um, somebody else uh, says, no, no, no. Brian's wrong about Jones. He plays it from their damn own lips, and when he's wrong, he admits it. Then why are they going after him if he's a part of it, Brian? What are your thoughts? It's all one big show, man. So anyway, the bottom line is I've been listening to Alex Jones for like 15 years. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, religiously. And uh, I just stopped listening. In for wars. It's been about a good year since I stopped li listening to him, like, full time. Really? But Yep. But I used to listen to him, like, religiously. And uh, I just, you know, just stuff doesn't add up. You know, it's like you give people passes and, you know, you, you, you want, you, you hope that they're legitimate. And, and then just things just didn't pan out. So I'm not... I know there's uh see there's people that are where I was with Alex Jones, you know, and they'll 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 protect him. And you know, he puts out good stuff. You know, he puts out truth. There's some truth there, but then he all oh, he backtracks it. He muddies the waters. And that's the problem. All right, so I got all these offenders and you. And then uh here's Alex uh on my sh uh, leaving me a voicemail uh March 1st, 2019. At 3.40 a.m. 
take a listen. Hey, Andy, thanks for talking to Joe. Get me back on there. I ended up watching the whole podcast. Thought overall it was good. I was stuttering too much because I was kind of nervous. Other than that, I was totally joking, and I knew you were joking when you said that. When I said I'm going to kick your ass, everybody knows that's preposterous, so it's a joke. So I just want you to know that. And um, but I, I'm mainly trying to be really flamboyant, so you know, make the podcast go big. But next time, uh, we'll make sure next time I go back on and you come back on, we actually get those subjects. But I wanted to say that uh, nobody really complained about it, but I thought something came off wrong, so I apologize. So that's to uh, Eddie. Rogan's guy. There's uh, more to that, but there it is to your point, um, Brian, about him being a bit of a showman, which is a, what, which is the point that you're making. Is that correct? David Knight used to, used to work for him and he says the same thing about him. He just says the guy's just, he's just not, uh, he's not a genuine guy. So he is not who he says he is. He's just not genuine. Do you follow David Knight? David Knight's actually kind of blowing up a little bit. David Knight is freaking awesome. You know why? Because he just tells the truth. Right. And, you know, he's... Kind of like me, right? Exactly. All right. Um, All right. So here we go. Uh, No, no, no. Wrong about Jones. He plays it from their own lips. When he's wrong, he admits it. Then why are they going after him? Is he part of it? We owe Alex a debt of gratitude for everything he has exposed. Uh, Alex Jones and the vaccine stuff, he exposed them. This guy on your show sounds like he's jealous. Um, I think, I think <laughs> why am I jealous? I'm not on the radio. I have my own job. I make my own living independently of Alex Jones. Why, what would I, why would I be jealous? Is of Owen Troyer a fake too? Who? Oh, Owen Troyer. Yeah. I, I, I don't like him. I don't listen to him. I know he has the war room and stuff, but he kind of, you know, when he used to sub for Alex Jones, I, mm-hmm. I, I, you tune I, I wouldn't stay that long. Yeah. Uh, I thought the last two weeks that we had him on and there's just like, I don't know, four or five people who are just keep, keep texting me. And I'm like, this is a waste. Why do I have this on the radio? I'm playing this for like four or five. And they're like questioning my patriotism. If I don't have Alex Jones on. Got it. Yeah. I mean, Alex Jones, I'm not saying that he was always been this way. And, and uh, that's another thing, you know, David Knight says the same thing. He wasn't always this way Mm -hmm. that he used to be a legitimate guy, but he's just kind of uh, tasted the big money and mm-hmm. he's gone that direction. Uh, well, you should have been listening to him for the past year because he was right about all of it, and he played it in their own words. I think we pretty much did that the entire yeah. time. He doesn't know what he's talking about. War Room is Bannon. Uh, that's what he's talking about is something different. Uh, but I love Steve well, Bannon. Everybody knows that. He um, has a, uh, <clears throat> The other guy has another show. It's something War Room or whatever. Yeah, Steve Bannon has War Room. I well, the that. other guy, the uh, Schroyer guy. He's got a something called War Room. Or something. Anyone knows of the brand? You never point a gun at somebody unless you intend to shoot or without checking the chamber for ammo. Yeah, you're working away to dump Alex Jones and f that Democrat sees you have on now. Get rid of sickening Brian D. So like people, you feel like there's a bit of a trance that goes on with some people and inability to maybe think through things. Or I mean, I like I said, there's nobody I know that knows more about Alex Jones than you. Well, you know, hey, they, everybody's uh, entitled to their opinions, okay? And and you know, I I I was uh, on board the Alex Jones train for a long time, mm-hmm. but uh I it's just too much inconsistency for me to s- stick with the guy. Your boy Brian was way off on his movie numbers, but I can tell that he knows what's up on the other stuff. I'd love to hear his thoughts on cosmology. Wow. I don't, I don't know if I want to hear about that. Cool <laughs> yeah. show today. All right. 
He said he just hasn't been listening for the past couple of years. This guy is an adamant uh, Alex Jones defender, and that's fine too. I mean, we love them all, so whatever's out yeah, there. I've, I've, remember, Alex is the first thing I put on my radio station. You, yeah, exactly. Besides uh, Michael Savage, everybody knows that. Yeah, if you like Alex Jones, hey, I'm, I'll go ahead, listen to him. I, mm-hmm. I'm not telling you not to. I'm just telling you my opinion of the man. And, there you go. All right. Any, not- anything else you think? Uh, you said a lot of this stuff has proven to be. You know, he has he has gone back on him. Yeah, he's of these backtracked things. about Sandy Hook. He backtracked about about uh, PizzaGate. Um, you know, he he's just he's just constantly backtracking. He, you know, nobody would have knew about the Oath Keepers if it wasn't for Alex Jones. He's the one that popularized them. So that's where we got into the whole entire thing about the J Six and these people facing all these charges. And uh, I don't. Do you see? Is Alex defending these guys? It seems like he's gone back on defending the January the Sixth people. Um, like he hasn't been, you know, there to. I don't be alongside. I don't know what he's doing now, but I know that he he. That, he just, that's my problem. He just recently supported. Uh, you know, he's a big Trump guy and he just recently said that he's off the Trump train. He's going uh, for uh, the governor in Florida to mm-hmm. be the president. Then he got a bunch of batch backlash on that. And he went back on that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he came back and said, Oh, I didn't mean that. I, I love Trump. Trump's the best. Mm-hmm. So he, and that's what he does. He's a chameleon. What about, uh, what about, uh, what about uh, Alex in the future? Do they, they have bigger things coming on in the future, in your opinion? Do you think he'll take off again? What, I, what do you think? I don't know. I, I just think that there's... Does he have as much like, money as they say he has? Does I he have he hundreds does. of millions of dollars? He does. Um, why, why do you know that? I don't know that, but I believe that he does. Okay. And I believe that he does based on uh, based on some of the things that David Knight has said. Okay. So why... So was David Knight just too expensive for him to keep on board? No, or? David... They had... They they had disagreements about there's, what there's there was a certain way that David Knight wanted to run his show and Alex Jones, you know, said, "Hey, you're working for me. You do what I want you to do." And he said, "I'm not doing that." So so he said, "I you know he already knew that it was coming to him uh, losing his job because he didn't share the same opinions." Well, he just didn't agree. He didn't want to push some of the things that uh, that Alex Jones wanted to push. I mean. Alex Jones used to have who's the there's a guy that used to be on that show like continuously talking about how Hillary Clinton was going to get arrested. It's imminent that freaking Obama's going to get arrested. None of that stuff ever happened. And he still had this guy uh, uh, on his show on a constant basis. Were they part of that whole uh, what was the name yeah, of that doing group? That, that the whole Q thing. The Q, yeah. QAnon. So, yeah, exactly. Okay, he so was, tell me about he the was, QAnon. He was buying into some of that stuff and guess what none of it ever happened yeah what happened with the q what, what i don't know what happened to it i heard it got rehashed a couple months ago but so why you know, uh, i mean i never paid that much attention well he, he started doing his breadcrumbs and his drops again he kind of like went off the radar for like a year and then he came back and he's dropping breadcrumbs again and but who like, is QAnon? Uh, i don't know i i just think it's baloney. this guy i, I met at baloney. cpac uh was, was a, a guy to uh, what did he say? He's going to restore uh, Donald Trump no, back in the next seven days. And no, it's a ruse. It's a ruse. <laughs> okay. It's a freaking. It's the whole. Is there th- anything worse than false hope? The whole thing's a fraud. Is there anything worse than false hope in your opinion? No. I think it's the worst thing there is to give people hope where none exists. 
But what people need to realize that these, some of these platforms that the, where they're getting this, you know, quote unquote truth, they've been hijacked, plain and simple. So you think that InfoWars is total controlled up now? Yeah, I think they've been hijacked to a certain degree. Because he used to put he used to put out all kinds of truth, and now it's he's kind of pulling it back. He's so besides of, me, what do you listen to out there? He's not. I listen to David Knight. Okay. I listen listen to Free Talk Live. Mm-hmm. I listen to. Uh, well, there, there's your problem. Free Talk Live. Okay. Well, they they've got some good information too. They you know they they push Bitcoin too much, but they've got some good intel too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a whole bunch of other places. Uh, LouRockwell.com. Yeah, Lou, Lou's good. Uh, freaking, uh, you know, I can't give up all my sources there, buddy. Why? Because uh, you're just I've sharing. Worked, I Let work. Uh, I work long and hard. Oh, to, are they to, worth something yes. if you don't share? Yeah. Just share everything. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I I don't share at all. Sorry, buddy. Oh, okay. But like, I, I've got some. I've got some. There's a good website that you send to me uh, every so often, and it always uncovers. If, if I'm getting good information, yeah. I don't. I don't really care where it's from. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to anybody that's going to yeah. read it. Yeah, no, I, I like that. Because all I'm about is is <clears throat> is just uh, you know connecting the dots. That's it. That's what you try to do here. So you've connected some dots. Back after quick break here. In the Why is Jennifer Lopez wearing three dresses during her wedding to Ben Affleck even news? Like, somebody needs to know that from their, you know, A-L-E-X-A device. I don't think so. I had to spell it so she won't wake up and put her on mute. So stupid. Bad information out there. We're, we're talking with Brian here. So I mean, totally three different shows. One was remote, just me. Bang, 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 just nailing every single topic. Yesterday was me. I could be a little bit more, you know. I don't want to say responsive, but I can be more uh, entertaining, more confident. Well, same same music all three days. And then today is like a sort of, you know, long, long form interview with the interaction. So everyone likes different type of radio. I'm actually trying a few things uh, out here, um, utilizing the time while, while Dowd is away out in uh, <clears throat> Nevada. Nevada? Is it Nevada or Nevada? I know what it is. That's what matters. Biden is a poster elder for criminal activity. <laughs> Uh, starting with allowing immigrants to enter illegally when they are rewarded with taxpayer dollars. Now he is illegally paying $300 billion in selective student loan debt. Biden is generous with we the people's money, except when it comes to supporting law enforcement. Liberal policies ignite skyrocketing crime and homelessness that untimely ends up, ultimately uh, ends up devouring communities. Biden should have been allowed to be in any leadership role when he has a conflict of interest with Ukraine, one of the most corrupt countries ever in China. It appears that the Democrats are the party of anything illegal or justified by legalizing marijuana and murdering babies. They always find a loophole to get around the law or they make it up and expect the public to accept it. Uh, people should listen to On the Right Side Radio. I'll promote whatever's out there. If you send me a text, I'm going to read it. Just so. Show Brian the Germatria Effect news site. Do you know what that is? I bet you know it. Yeah, What? what is it? I do, and I, I, I just think that that's, it's kind of goofy in my opinion. 
Okay, well, what it's, is it? I don't. It's I, where you I, take I no like idea. words and you plug them into like a gematria, and it, it's going to spill out some sort of a message. You know, it's like a coded. They're coded. It's like, like crypto coded, quip or jumbo. Yeah, like if you if. If like say like a number is in the news like thirty three or something and, oh. and they'll they'll mix that into something and say oh well, this is what it really means or or uh, you know an actor dies they'll they'll punch that into the into the gematry or whatever and uh, and they'll it, it'll give them spit out a, a message and they'll be like oh see they're programming us so I, I don't I can it's possible it may be true I don't know enough about it but I. I've they seen it are so, programming us like I've seen it so much that I just it's hard for me to believe that it's 100%, oh, okay. it's hundred percent accurate. Well, they are programming us, but I don't think they're using. They're pro, yeah, they're. I mean, pro, it's not. No, like you are targeted. You are targeted for extinction. They are creating yeah, a. I would agree with that. They're creating a a a world without humanity. Yeah, I agree with that. Or substantially less. Dermatria uh, uh, right? frights a news site. This is Efren from oh. Right side radio. Oh, it's Ephraim. Hey, Ephraim. Straight line painting. There you go. He's telling me to listen to right side radio. Oh, nice. All right. I'll check it out. He's telling me. I tell you. Straight line radio. Straight line radio. Straight line painting. Um, yeah, but people, you know, have different reactions uh, to you on all this stuff. So um, I will listen. And to that, that's, that's what we do in a free society, you know. Well, we used to. Now we wait for someone to censor us. I mean, you even got Republicans or conservatives now who are book burning. Well, that shouldn't be allowed. Like print one in a book, well, put anything out anywhere. I wouldn't care, you know. Give people all the choices in the world. I think ultimately people will always make the right choice. They won't choose to do the wrong thing. Exactly. Like on like on my on my stuff, you know, I don't let anybody choose what I get to. I love the Criterion Collection. I have my Berliner Philharmonic, you know, symphonies that I watch on there. Um, that I have the Rock of Talk uh, stuff. Um, there's almost no TV that's that's even really worth watching other than um, the Steve Bannon show, which I think is good. War Room is probably the only thing that I might watch. And I, I wear, watch that very sparingly, uh, you know, at that. And I listen to something called Soma Radio, which is sort of non-commercial um, radio that I get from other places. And it helps me think about other music all the time. So I don't know. I think one of the things I'm con consistently worried about because I'm responsible for the people who are in our audience in, in a way, right? Like if I have a bad image, then they get a bad image. If I'm their guy and they listen to me, you know, I'm, I'm always very worried um, that I might come off as the wrong guy for them. Or Eddie's crazy. Like it was very important for me to represent myself and the people that I represent 20%, 2%, you know, 100%, whoever decided to vote for me that I was their candidate I, and, I, and I looked respectable. And I did that, you know, I was representing those people. And one of the things I get worried about is, which is why I never jumped onto Q, which I never jump on any, I don't generally jump on anybody else's bandwagon. I criticize our own talent in our radio station. All the <laughs> stuff you're hearing on our, you know, you were just making fun of me because of Glenn Beck. I was, I was totally anti-Glenn Beck. Glenn was going to come on the station like three separate times. And I'm like, no, he's a Trump hater. No, he's a Trump. I don't want someone who just hates him. And starts making fun of him on the Cheeto face. And I, since that time, I've made huge inroads with Glenn Beck and his people. And I've advised him on what's good and what's not good. And, you know, now I have my own you know, national radio show that I'll be doing, uh, which is pretty cool. I'm just waiting for all that to start, guys. So, um, you know, I mean, it's a very small community of people who are doing it. But it's increasingly competitive. 
I'm not a, I got to tell you, I'm just not a Ben Shapiro fan at all. And I had to get rid of that. I love, <laughs> I love ground zero radio. I, I had to keep that con- contractually for me. It was like a, Ben is terrible and you can just podcast him and I can't process half the crap that's coming out of his mouth. And I don't care about his debates. He's a total neocon and I'm just not on board with him. I was like, well, he's young and he has all these upstart guys in the daily callers. Like I can't listen to this crap anymore. Dana, I would love for Dana to be on more, but when Dana, I get lost because I don't ever know if she's talking to me in the audience or she's talking to somebody in her studio making some <laughs> snarky remark about some music, you know, and she got, you know, she got most of her stuff um, through Odyssey. Um, we know what we have with Sean. We know what we now have with Clay and Buck, which I helped put together. And, you know, Bill O'Reilly, I mean, that is, you know, being between those two shows and then going into to, to cutting on over to ground zero and Clyde is always prepared for his show. It's a well-prepared show. I'd rather have a, a show host that is more well-prepared who reads and does his own research rather than someone who just jumps in front of the mic for two to three hours and repeats the same talking points that I've heard from 10, 12, 15, 20 other conservative radio talk show hosts. It doesn't help me. That doesn't help me. It doesn't help the listener, you know, live morning. I've gone with all news in the morning because people are just need to get a complete total blast of all the news, I think, from everywhere. And I've had a huge hand in helping USA Radio Networks um, with their top of the hour stuff. I'm very critical of the certain people who come on. You know, the one woman who comes on now, she's too damn slow. Like, she's got to speed it up or get rid of it. The other guy, I can tell he has a giant liberal bias because he'll <laughs> he'll figure out a way of, like, tailoring it towards them. Like, and I let them hear about it. Like, I want to be able to have that. I would love to just probably put on something that I would just set it and forget it and and leave it there. But I mean, I have a huge amount of impact on Glenn, Clay and Buck. Um, I don't have any impact at all on Han- Nobody has an impact on, on Hannity. You know, I know Dennis, the guy that, that runs uh, Bill O'Reilly show, give them plenty of feedback, but you know, I don't like the new sort of upstart uh, conservatives. And it's, it's really, um, I'm concerned. I'm concerned that there's a lack of continuity of real fight message. I feel like they're fighting more for their own airspace than they're fighting for, you know, what we need here in this country, which is freedom, liberty, you know, independence, uh, freedom of thought, not trying to, I literally hear the same show from different people, you know, three different, four different times a day. It's like the same thing. You know, the whole Dan Bongino down Dan Bongino is talentless. You could tell the stuff is prepared for him and he's reading it and it feels like it's false outrage half the time. It really does to me. It's like, oh, he's just happy. The former this, the former that. I think, I think Buck Sexton is amazing. If he did his show on his own, I'd probably have Buck by himself. Play, you can definitely hear all the sports coming out of his mouth, okay? And it keeps it upstart and fast-paced, and you can't replace Rush with one person right off the bat. It's going to be an evolution. So, you know, uh, conservative talk radio is what got Donald Trump elected. It's what will preserve the republic at the end of the day. Um, that's the only institution that is without fail, consistent, providing insofar as everyone comes to work and actually does their show. And I know I've got a lot of criticism on that, um, on that because, uh, where are you? Are you checking out again? I'm like, I've been revamping and had to rebuild my entire show. If it wasn't effective, I wouldn't have had my tower attacked. I wouldn't have every single character assassination attack to me. And, you know, I know that I'm over the target and doing a good job. And we listen to our listeners, however much they hate me or like me. And, I'll tell people to F off. I don't know how many times I've told you to F off on text message or go pound sand or leave, you know, you can go listen to whatever the heck you want, but you'll inevitably end up coming back. And now that we're only on AM and have been for a while and that's my own choice, but you know, the, the karmic uh, spin always seems to be working 
I think in our favor. And I think we'll continue to, you know, pound it out as long, as long as we possibly can and do good radio. That's original radio, original content, you know, that's our own, not waiting for them to regurgitate what we're hearing from other places. And I think that that's important. So I appreciate you being a listener. A lot of the good stuff that, uh, some days when I get caught up on some of these uh, <clears throat> deep dives on, on that has always been with Brian and I do listen to him, but uh, we do um, have uh, disagreements, but I do consider you a friend. So Brian, thanks for sharing uh, your information. Uh, Thank you. Thanks for designing our logo for our radio station. That's a uh, fantastic. Yeah. You've done so much good stuff. I think for the radio station, all the good graphics and, the stickers and lo- everything that represents uh, the rock of talk. You've been there since the very beginning. I know that you would never steer us wrong. So we appreciate that. All right. Bright and early back tomorrow, 4 PM for a full and complete show. And uh, I'm going to do tomorrow show. Like I did Monday show. That's what I like the most. I like that. I feel like I get the most and you're going to get the most. Then you get all the notes and then you can go out and Do your own whatever with whomever, however, and tell them all the things that you heard right here in the Kiva, AM600KIBABQ.FM. Yeah!